0: Hello, this is... Oh, hello, and welcome to Dice Populi. Uh, My name is Colin, but I won't be around for very long because we have got something special for you today. Uh, We release bi-weekly, as most of you know, so whenever a fifth Wednesday appears in a month, we decide to fill that break with a bit of bonus content. That can take many different forms, and this September 2021... That form is a one-shot adventure of Matt Canavan's design. Yes, the man who brought you bread, Jerry, uh, and the looping time story is at it again as uh, he brings you uh, a new adventure played by uh, our good friend Chowder, also on the show, as well as friends uh, from all reaches of our D&D TTRPG community. We've got our friends Nico, Lex, and Ian, I'll let them introduce themselves and link to them in our show notes if you enjoy their performances, which, trust me, you will. Uh, Matt has uh, divine an adventure a set in a D&D setting, but using uh, elements that might be kind of familiar, maybe even exciting if you tend to enjoy stoners and preppy detectives with talking dogs and flowery, colorful vans. But I'll let the show do the rest of the talking for you. Uh, this is quite a long one, and to be honest, I think it's just going to be a great, fun, relaxing thing to throw on. I was able to go through and add a bit of ambience that, uh, and I'll, I'll even say it, I think it's pretty darn cozy to listen to. So please enjoy this adventure. Uh, I will pop up in the middle with a bit of updates on our season. It won't be too long a break, but in about an hour, you'll hear what I have to say for now let me step out of your way and let you enjoy an adventure by Matt called The House of Hannibal Barbaras.
1: All right, uh, without further ado, uh, welcome to the October uh, 5th Wednesday episode from Dice Populi. My name is Matt, and I will be running a... uh, a little homebrew adventure that I came up with myself with uh, some lovely people from our community. Um, without further ado, let's have them introduce themselves.
2: Oh, hi. Um, I'm call me they on Twitter, but um you can call me Lex. Um, I make stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I fully forgot <laughs> to give me
3: the intro. who
2: I forgot who i was <laughs> uh, who, who am I um I make homebrew content I have um a youtube channel um my cat is here bugging me while I'm trying to do this. It's fine um yep <laughs> nice <laughs>
1: pet the pet the cat for good luck, right I am indeed <laughs> all right. Uh, next up we have... I mean, you're next in alphabetical Order,
4: but okay.
1: okay. I oh, yeah, okay. sorry. I guess I already introduced myself. i That's my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Taimu, or Chowder, whichever
4: you prefer. Uh, I am uh, uh, also a member of Dice Populi. I'm also on our sister podcast, The Common Geeking Program. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Taimu Chowder. Lovely.
5: And my name is Ian. I run a podcast called Roll to Save, which is a terribly exciting history of RPGs. <laughs> we also do the occasional actual play or so. We've, we've had some involvement from Dice Popular. Actually, Ryan has helped us out with some of our Paranoia actual play episodes. So that is what we do. And you can find us on Twitter at Safe Podcast.
6: Awesome. And I am Nico. I am the DM for another podcast called A Fool's Quest. And we actually have a second kind of spinoff mini series podcast called Ethereal Embrace that we run. And I. Uh, Am an avid Dice Populi fan, so uh, I'm actually <laughs> drinking out of a dice populi coffee mug right now just to plug your merch. <clears throat> really? Oh, oh yeah, that's uh nice.
2: Oh no, I'm the least dice populi here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's totally fine. Uh totally won't uh give you disadvantage on anything later. Uh <laughs> that is a that was a joke. Um Okay, well, without further ado, uh, why don't we dive right into the story? Uh, It's a dark and stormy evening. You've been traveling through the night in search of the Clue Crew, a group of stylish young adventurers, along with their talking cat, with a cult-like following. Their current whereabouts are unknown, and you've decided to take upon locating them onto yourself. You ride in a creaky covered wagon heading towards the house of Hannibal Barbaris, a famous puppeteer long since passed. As you take in your surroundings, you size up the other passengers riding with you. Who are they, and what are their motives? Let's find out.
2: So, in this carriage with you all, you see a uh, hobgoblin. Um, he's in a... Nice suit, though nice is with an asterisk. Like it looks like it was nice maybe twenty years ago. <laughs> um, hold on, my cat has uh, decided that he he wants to be part of this recording. Um, buddy, you Beautiful. can't do that. Um, he has a nice uh like oh what's the name of that hat? It's the it's the detective hat with a name. Oh, the, the Sherlock, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes a hat. Star- a deer stalker. Yeah, let's call it that. I'll <laughs> assume you're correct.
5: Well, I, I have made a career out of that.
2: <laughs> he's sitting there trying to look stoic and contemplative um, <laughs> while Drool dribbles down a, the corner of his mouth.
1: Oh, lovely.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, you guys see, like, a, a ta- very dark-skinned uh, shifter, which is, like, werewolf-type dude thing. Uh, and he's like... Uh, he's got, like, a height armor on, but, like, it's open vest, so, like, and he's not wearing any shirt under, so it's, uh, <laughs> you can see, you can see, like, his pecs and abs, and he's, like, man-spreading, and he, oh, boy. He's, he's hairy, <laughs> and, uh, he, uh he, he's kinda just, like, supposed to resemble, like, a British rocker-type
2: type I love dude, him already.
5: <laughs> wow, well, those okay. stereotypes carried well across the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs>
4: also, also, like uh, uh, on his belt, he's got like these two drums that he uh, ha- has with him at all times. So there's that. Nice. Well, <laughs>
5: funny you mention rocker stereotypes because sitting opposite him is a very large human wearing chainmail armor that's probably seen better days. And he's sitting there whittling away at a piece of wood, but probably his most distinctive feature is his hair. It's very—if you think of '80s hair metal, that's what this guy is. <laughs> it's blonde. It's big. He—he he doesn't seem to really notice it. You know, as a wagon goes over the bump, his hair probably hits the top of the, um, the covering. He's, he's very tall, but he, he doesn't <laughs> care. He's just fully focused on this piece of wood that he's. Whittling away at
6: and then finally there is in the cart with you a human with black medium length hair very tan skin clean shaven got a leather almost jacket on with a light shirt underneath um, and on each side of his belt he's got a a uh, uh, light axe on one side and a dagger on the other with a necklace that goes around his neck and hangs low down to uh, just above the belly button. And he's just kind of taking in all of you in the carriage.
1: Room. Um, Do uh, if any of your characters want to introduce themselves to everybody else, maybe tell them their names because uh, somehow none of you Mentioned their names in the <laughs> description, I, I, I was just going uh, by off, all means. I'll,
4: but I was just going off the cube on the guy before me, but uh, okay. So. Yeah, go for it, go for it. Oi! How do you how do you blokes uh, know the
5: glue crew? How do I know them? That lot came to my village, and they just created absolute havoc. If you've ever seen a man and a dog make a massive sandwich and try to eat it all in one go and then leave <laughs> without paying, that's who the Clue Crew are. I'm here to find them and make sure they pay their bills.
4: <laughs> well, you be- well, you best not be messing with them. That's that's my uncle. I'm Darren Slags. I'm here to find my uncle and the rest of the Clue Crew Boom. and maybe start a band. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And maybe start a band. I'm just a huge fan. As a fellow detective, I'm just a huge fan.
4: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, they're pretty neat, ain't they?
6: Hello, everyone. I am Juan Fezik, and I am coming to actually look after this clue crew. Discover what happened with them. It is nice to make your acquaintance. Okay. Sorry, I'm
2: just thinking about how we all doing fake accents of the one guy with the non-American accent. Um. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking, which, which part of Pakistan are these guys from?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. So uh, the wagon that you're all riding in jerks to a sudden stop and the door swings open of its own volition. As you peer outside, you see a large mansion resting on top of a hill. The rain has let up, although flashes of lightning still light the sky on occasion through a light fog. The ground is a muddy mess as you step out. As you turn to thank the driver, assuming you do so, the cloaked figure that was steering the wagon has vanished into thin air, along with the horses that were pulling the wagon. At the base of the hill, you see a sickly green wagon with uh, what looks like a whole bunch of stuff spilled around. Okay, so uh, you all step out of the wagon at the base of this uh, muddy hill. Um, what do you do? All right,
4: uh, so that green wagon you said that was at the base, I'm just going to
1: walk up to him, go, Oi, you see a dog and his friends anywhere? Uh, the, there's nobody in the wagon. It is uh, completely... It looks like that the whatever was in the wagon, like the contents, were are just strewn
5: about. Oh wait, I'm that's supposed
4: w- to be
1: the that's supposed to be the Clu Cruise
4: wagon, isn't it?
3: Uh,
5: yeah, I'd it, re- I'd recognize that gearishly colored monstrosity. Anyway, look at it. You have no taste.
4: <laughs> oh, I t- I personally think it's quite radical this wagon.
5: Really, look at it. Come on. Bright green, stupid flowers over the side of it. <laughs> Bunch of snake oil salesmen. I've never seen them.
4: Well, regardless, ain't, ain't nobody here. That must have left in a hurry,
1: did they? Are,
5: are there any tracks from the wagon?
1: Uh, So the tracks from the wagon, Uh, let's actually have everybody roll an investigation check.
2: Alrighty. Oh,
4: you're going to incredibly
2: high. Investigation check.
1: I'm beyond prepared. <laughs> Six. Oh. <laughs> 22. Okay.
4: Wow.
6: Wow. Five.
4: I got an at 20. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Okay. All right. So, uh, you, so everybody notices that the, the tracks from this green wagon appear to come from the same direction that you guys original that you guys uh, came from. And you see that it kind of uh, as, you, as you look at the tracks, it appears that the, the wagon looks like it kind of uh, skidded, like almost like it lost control for a little bit. Um, those who rolled higher than a 15 notice, that there are footprints Uh, it appears to be a uh, four human prints and one uh, like set of animal prints most likely a dog uh, leading up the hill Uh, you also notice that there the stuff that's strewn about the wagon it was mostly uh, food barrels of which are all empty Uh, not even a crumb to be found in them
5: see I told you guys it's not just the dog that's an animal. The rest of them are animals. Look at that. They probably came up here into some disgusting picnic and then they've just strewn it everywhere.
4: That's These probably not, not good That's people. probably
5: just my onk.
4: Don't, don't worry. I got the trail and I like, I'm like sniffing the air. Like,
2: yeah, and I, I have f- follow the trail. Out. I have fully pulled out a, uh, oh, what? Not a microscope. What's the word? The uh, magnifying magnifying glass. glass. Magnifying glass. Thank <laughs> you. I'm on a roll today. <laughs>
5: Quality radio, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Pocket. Let <laughs> just microscope. pull out my pocket microscope.
5: <laughs> Please, actually make it a microscope. Mm-hmm. That would be much better. <laughs> 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 just this microscope and he's
4: Like For the like rest he, of the he r- has, recording. He, it's we'll like, we'll like a microscope that.
1: that he broke the base off, so he can just. <laughs> <laughs> use <it as> a- <laughs> Upon closer investigation, yes. This is mud. <laughs> 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 Anyways, right. I, I followed the tracks. Yeah. Uh, I Does everybody else kind of want to walk up to the house?
5: I'm going to poke around in the back of the wagon before following the other guys.
1: Okay. Um, why don't you
5: make a perception check for me? Oh, good. Another thing I'm amazing at. Sure, sure that's not an intimidation roll you want me to make, no? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen.
5: okay um, With the
1: perception check uh, You notice uh, What appeared to be a, a lot Of uh, scratches And um, uh, Maybe what, what looks like Could have been signs of a struggle Or some kind of rowdiness In the back of uh, the wagon As you're examining the, uh, the The wood That it's made of
5: Okay I'm going to slip back and, and join the other guys.
1: Juan, are you are you doing anything?
5: No, I'm just,
6: I, I rolled so bad. I'm literally just <laughs> following people around in circles. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, I see what you said there. That looks great. <laughs> You're doing <laughs> wonderful. Okay. Uh, suddenly realizing
2: that he hasn't introduced himself, uh, Mike Eric is going to stand up from his <laughs> microscope which <laughs> you're right that's fully within character of this man <laughs> um by the way my name's slobberjaw goodfink
4: nice to meet you slobberjaw
5: goodfink i'm just perplexed by the microscope
2: <laughs> they okay. called me goodfink on account of me being a good thinker
6: why do they call you oh. slobberjaw
2: uh drool <laughs> drips from his mouth i have no idea
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, you guys uh, trek your way up this uh, muddy hill. By the time that you guys are, uh, by the time you guys get up to the top, closer to the mansion, um, your shoes are positively soaked, and it is a thoroughly unpleasant uh, thing to be outside. Reminds um, me of
3: home. <laughs> Bl- bloody
1: hell! These are designer
4: Timbs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think British people wear, wear Tims, but,
5: but I can reliably right confirm that as a case.
3: Okay. <laughs> Consider okay. me the
5: sensitivity reader for this podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I don't want to use the term cultural appropriation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Slavoj's accent was supposed to be somewhere between Australian and Cockney, and just here we are.
5: <laughs> it, it landed somewhere around about Belgium. Yeah, so mine is <laughs> just the worst possible,
4: well, impersonation of Ozzy Osbourne combined with ACDC. I think I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with this accent, but yeah. Uh,
1: anyway. Okay, so uh, you you guys get closer to the mansion, and it appears to be uh, really really worn down. You don't see any light uh, coming from the inside. Everything just looks all like like the house itself is tired. Um, you know, you, you see like little uh, cobwebs and dust in the cobwebs. Uh, the only immaculate thing that you see is the doorknob in front of you, which is uh, brass and polished and shiny. And it just, just it gonna sticks gonna out to out you. And
5: I'm just going to yep. reach out and just turn it and push the door open.
1: Okay. The door <laughs> swings open with a, with a very loud and ominous creak. And as you guys, uh, I assume everybody is going to step in.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just standing there with thieves tools that I was about to pick the door and then. <laughs> and I, then someone just opened the door. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I uh, step in and go, Oi! Honk! You in there?
5: Um, be- be- before I go in, I'm actually going to stand in the doorway with my hands and my hips and my hair blowing gloriously in the wind. And then I'm going to walk in.
1: Perfect. (laughs) So um, as uh, as Darren calls out, uh, you hear a voice uh, call back to you, but it's not the voice that you recognize of your uncle. It's a different, uh, slightly more like nasally and uh, almost grating voice. Welcome to the house of Hannibal Barbaris. Please make sure to wipe your feet to avoid trekking mug through the premises and feel free to take your coats off.
5: <laughs> Someone with a normal accent. <laughs> I,
4: I I neither take my coat
1: off no, and I choose to trek dirt through the freaking floors. Okay. So as you guys, uh, the room that you step into is actually a uh, what looks like a cloaking hall. On either side of you, you see uh, tons of coats and jackets that are um, that have been just like uh, uh, like immaculately like hung up. They they look pressed. They look like a little bit dusty, but uh, you know the, at the end of the room you see like another door with another very shiny um doorknob and then underneath that you see a uh, a welcome mat as well uh what do you guys do I know Darren said he wasn't going to uh do anything and he was just going to track mud through the house
3: yeah
4: <laughs>
1: although although do i recognize
4: any of these coats as belonging to any of the glue crew um
1: let's have you roll Investigation as you uh, start to go through the uh, coats and jackets, and anybody else who is doing the same can also roll. That's a that's a nine. So oh, okay. Juan nine. is actually
6: taking time to undo his boots, like very very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a four on my investigation. So clearly not paying oh, attention.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> anybody else? Um, no. Me.
5: I'm steadfastly not removing my boots. I don't do what scary voices say, accented or not. Okay.
2: Well, I'm already not wearing shoes, so um, <laughs> I just take the moment, just grab some mud, put it in my pockets for for the future. Okay. Um, I'm gonna make a perception check, looking around the uh the place, just a quick perception. Sure. Perception. Yeah, you could just yeah. Uh, twenty one. W- yeah, twenty one. Okay. No, 19. Very nice. Wow, nineteen. <laughs> I'm great at uh- math. <laughs>
1: whatever <laughs> um okay so uh how do we want to do this so darren at first like you're just completely overwhelmed because there's so many coats that you don't know what to do with or what kind of conclusions to draw from them however uh slobber uh you notice uh that there's a couple coats that look a little more uh a little more damp a little more dirty than the other ones And as you uh, reveal those to everybody else, uh, Darren, you recognize one of them to be the jacket of your uncle. By the way, what is my uncle's name? That is a great (laughs) question. I asked all of you for your names, and I didn't give you the names of uh, the clue crew. So uh, your uh, uncle is Uncle uh, Danny. Uh, He is uh, incredibly stylish and loves the color purple. The other members of the Clue crew are Fran, Scoops, and (laughs) Varmint.
4: All right. uh, So this is Danny's uh, coat is what you're saying, right? This is
1: Danny's coat. Um, And let's have, uh, do you guys have your passive perceptions real quick? Uh, 17. I, I, 16. I always, I always forget to do passive perception. How do you calculate that again? It's 10 plus your perception modifier. 10 plus
4: my perception. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, mine's nine. Okay. I'm Mine my is.
2: Words. Inquisitive rogue, baby. Mine yeah. is 10.
1: Okay. So as you guys are passing like the coats around, uh, you guys uh, feel in the pockets. Uh, let me jump back to this for real quick. Uh, in one of the pockets, uh, you find a bunch of sandwich crumbs, and uh, Agrippa, that's the the coat that you have, and you immediately feel like disgusted and stuff that you have uh, this coat in your hand.
5: Right, I am keeping this coat until the pay up for the damage they caused in my village. This coat is mine, and I shove it <laughs> into my backpack. In uh, uh, yep, I, go
4: I ahead, like sorry. grab, grab, and I'm like, boy. That's my unk's coat.
5: I don't care if it's your unk's coat. Your unk owes my village for a load of sandwiches and for materials for making <laughs> quote-unquote traps. This is mine. I'm going mean, to sort of yank it back in that kind of comedy way of, no, it's mine now. <laughs> um,
1: so as you guys are uh, kind of t- struggling and yanking the coats back and forth, um... I need each of you to just roll a d20 for me.
5: Okay. Oh no. Here's with my blinding Oh up. no. <laughs> That's
6: a nat Psych. 1. I'm Six.
2: scared.
6: <laughs> 18.
2: Oh, cool. 19. Okay.
1: Uh Darren, with your uh measly one as you yank the the coat back from uh Agrippa. My, I'm saying that right, correct?
5: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: Okay. As you yank the coat back, uh, you kind of stumble backwards a little bit into the rack of coats. and immediately you feel uh, one of the coats just start to wrap itself around your body. Uh, and then you see like it almost like rears up and like unfolds itself and you see like this giant uh, this mouth with sharp teeth uh, ready to uh, chomp into you. Let's roll initiative.
4: Yay. All right. <laughs>
1: Six.
6: Again. 16 this time.
2: Five. Also 16.
1: Uh, who has the higher dex modifier? I'm between plus the two one. 16s? Plus three. Okay. So we will have Lex first. Then Nico. Uh, uh, Ian, would you have? Six. Oh. Chowder, would you have? Five. Oh boy. Okay. I rolled a three, so, and
4: then it's plus two.
1: Okay. So, uh, let me pull up Mr. Cloaker. All right. So uh, this, uh, um, like this, like fake coat, so to speak, has completely wrapped itself around uh, the the upper body uh, and starting to wrap itself around the head of Darren. Uh, Lex. You are first, uh, or slobberjaw, sorry. Go ahead.
2: What do you do? I prefer good think <laughs> <laughs> Good fink. <laughs> um, so uh, as my bonus action, I'm going to use insightful fighting, where basically I make an insight check versus their deception check. And if okay. I succeed, I can use sneak attack, even if I don't have all the normal requirements for sneak attack.
3: Ooh,
1: okay. Uh, so I roll deception here. Yes. Yes. I got a 12.
2: Uh, I got a 10.
1: Ooh. Wait, no. That's a 6
2: or a 9. That's a 6. Damn. 10. Okay. Deceit. Whenever you make an insight check to determine whether a creature is lying, treat a 7 or lower as an 8. Okay. So technically, I guess I got a 12.
1: Okay. I'll give the tie to you. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Um, and I see that it's like wrapped around her friend, right? That is correct. Do I think... Hitting it will damage our friend. Um,
1: just a little bit. Oh, just
2: a little bit? Cool, I'm going to pull out (laughs) my longbow. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to try and shoot it, I guess. (laughs) Okay, go for it. Be gone, foul garment. Um, that is a 24.
1: 24 hits.
2: There's my d8. And that is... And
1: I assume that you get a sneak attack on this.
2: I do. Yep. How much sneak attacks? A little 5 rogue hat. 2d6? Yeah. Uh three. Three? Okay. Thirteen. Nineteen. Uh twenty four damage.
1: Okay. Um as this happens, like your arrow is a phenomenal shot. Uh as the the arrow strikes the the cloaker and it lets out a loud uh a loud cry of pain. Um something that is just completely uh entirely non humanoid sounding. Um, you also hear the sound of a Darren Slags crying out from your uh, pretty sick uh. arrow. Um, <laughs> both the cloaker and uh, Darren take 12 points of damage. All right. Oh, that's that's a lot of damage.
4: Oi, bloody, who you aiming at? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Juan, it is your turn. Okay, Juan
6: is going to use a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on the Cloaker. Okay. And then I'm going to draw my dagger and move forward to slash at its claw or its armor, whatever it's holding on to Darren with.
1: Okay. It's like this uh, almost like leathery uh, tail that's also just like part of its body. Um, But yeah, go ahead and roll to attack. (laughs) As Darren is just like, what the fuck? (laughs)
6: okay that's a 12 to attack uh
1: your uh your dagger uh it gets caught a little bit in the other coats that are in the room and your attack does not connect uh yeah all right uh (laughs) damn it good luck unfortunate okay um So now the cloaker is going to make a uh, tail attack as a kind of...
5: As a reaction using my protection fighting style, um, I am going to impose a disadvantage on it if it's going for Darren.
1: Um, Okay, perfect. So then uh, this uh, has disadvantage. Let's see. Uh, That is a 12. That is a 15 to hit. On uh, Darren, fifteen. Uh, let me just double check that. I, yep, just enough to hit me. Do you have a like a reaction or something to help or
4: reaction? Uh, like nothing. shield or something. Like, okay, that's fine. No, nothing I want to use. Now. Okay,
1: then I will roll damage, and you take uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage as it uh, starts to kind of crush you a bit. Uh, uh, right. It is now Agrippa's turn.
5: So, as my first action, now that I'm victorious in the Cloak Wars, I'm putting the coat into my backpack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and my second, uh, my second action, I will cast True Strike on the Cloaker. Okay. So that means on my next turn, I will get advantage on my first attack against it. Very nice.
1: Uh, and that's your turn. That's me. All right. Uh, Darren, it is your turn. Um, you can make a strength check to try to break free, uh, if you'd like. Um, that will take your action, though. All
4: right. Well, uh, or I you can just, just lo- you
1: can just take a take a regular, uh, you know, turn. Uh,
4: yeah, I'm gonna use my strength to break free. Uh,
1: okay. Make a strength check. So that's 14. Ooh, that is exactly what you needed. Uh, somehow. Uh, summoning whatever kind of uh uh brute strength you have you rip this thing to the ground and uh you are now uh freed from All uh right. the okay so as a bonus action i'm gonna use shifting so that
4: i take on my beast form and i'm just like you nob, i'm rough you up and like
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> and like you know i'm uh on my next turn, I'm just gonna pounce on this fucker. So yeah, that's my yeah turn. yeah
1: yeah. So okay, awesome. We are at the top of the order. Uh, good fink. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it again. I think. Yeah, go for it. I I was gonna. Oh wait, no. It's it, is it on the ground now?
1: It is on the ground. Um. However, Chowder is no longer like affected by it, so you would get the sneak okay. attack. Okay. Does it
2: count as prone? Currently. Um. Yes, it does. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna pull out a rapier instead. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna walk up and stab at this cursed coat. <laughs>
5: I'm gonna whisper to good thing, man. Dog boy is gonna be pissed at you. <laughs> uh
2: that's a sixteen that's, to stab uh, it.
1: sixteen hits. Yes. Twenty one. Twenty-one. 21. Alright. Uh so this time you uh without it being attached to uh Darren, it takes the, the full brunt of your attacks. Uh, as you slash this uh, imposter coat. one, uh, mm. it is your turn. Okay.
6: I'm going to rip my arm free of the cloaks on the wall, I hope. And yep. Yep. <laughs> make my way over to attack again with my knife.
1: Go for it. And it still has the hunter's mark on it. Yep, uh, but it <laughs> is a
6: seven. So I will, as my bonus action, also use my hand axe, because I have two weapon fighting. Okay. Hey! And I got a 14 on this one, so... <laughs> Uh,
1: That hits. That hits.
6: All right. Fantastic. So I bring my axe down right on top of it and do seven damage.
1: Seven points of damage. Uh, You two join into this madness uh, along with uh, the rapier. You just add your axe to the fray. (coughs) Um, Cool. You have Uh, my rapier and my axe, (laughs) 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 but not my knife. No, not the knife. I'm um, Just in a bully circle, kicking the <laughs> shit out of the boat. <laughs>
5: this is the stuff of high adventure. <laughs> yep. So
1: uh, the uh, the the imposter cloak uh, is going to uh, use half of its movement to like kind of rear itself upright, and when it like fully you know opens its arms and you know. Like expands itself as a, as a coat. It's pretty large. And this thing is going to uh, take a big uh, chomp attack towards uh, Mr. Goodfink.
5: Again, I'm going to use um, my reaction to give him, um, give the cloak disadvantage.
1: That's really good because I rolled a nat 20 and a 7. So, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. So, how do you. Uh, if you just want to quickly describe, like, what you do to, like,
5: block the attack or whatever. So so as this huge uh, cloak is rearing up against them, um, rather than block it with my shield, I go down as if I'm blocking with a shield, but then grab the base of the cloak and just kind of yank at it from underneath. So that <laughs> it, it sort of slumps back. You know in like cartoons when something l- lunges forward and it's just, just in front of their face? I yep. That's what
1: happens. Yep. Yep. And as you as you pull it away, like the the I guess what would be the arms of the co- the cloak are just kind of waving and flailing in the air in front of uh, Goodfink's face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Agrippa, it is now your turn.
5: Okay. Well, with my first action, I am simply going to hit this thing, and I've got advantage because of my true strike. I cast last turn. Yes. Um, ooh, not twenty. Ooh. Hey. Okay. <clears throat> and in terms of my damage, as British people say, damage, Ugh. five. <sighs> uh, that is a uh, solid five. <laughs> also five. So plus, I forgot that plus six. So eleven in total. Uh,
1: eleven total damage. Yeah, okay, that's uh, yeah. All right, um, this thing is looking worse for wear. uh, which is Chatter. funny, because it's a coat, so you wear those. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes. Yes, but, but I totally anyways, did that on purpose. So Go ahead, I'm about, Darren. I'm
4: about to pull my... I pull out my long sword. I swing at
1: this
5: oh, sorry, I've, I've got a second attack, which I'm just oh, going to use to... Oh, yep, to so sorry. Um, and I got in total 22 for that. Okay.
1: Um, Describe to me uh, what happens as you kill this fake cloak
5: so I'm going to go in there like uh, thinking I'm most heroic and, and the noble fighter out there, in my mind's eye I most certainly am, and I swing this um, my longsword around and just bring it down in a big arc like cutting through the cloak and I do a practice manoeuvre that I've, I've done in the past when fighting orcs and goblins, that like when I impale something, I sort of heroically kick forward my foot, knock it off my blade, and then sort of swirl my sword around and sheath it. Unfortunately, you can't really do that with a cloak, so instead <laughs> I just get my sword like jammed in the wall, and I'm kind of yunking in this sword, trying to pull it out while the cloak just like hangs limply there over yep. the sword. <laughs> Very nice. Um, okay. Good shit, so, everyone.
1: Was this creating okay, so, the, like
6: the the cartoon fight cloud? You know, where like there's seven people all in one giant group, and there's clouds of like sparks more and stuff,
1: more or less. <laughs> and then you get like a like the big bam, yeah, wow. Exactly. <laughs> just I mean, like, regar-
4: regardless <laughs> of that thing being dead, I'm still gonna like attack it and just tear it with
1: my teeth and shit.
3: So, <laughs> all yeah. right
1: you are you absolutely shred the uh the shit out of this fake cloak as you do so uh you start to uh, as you go to shred uh i guess what would be the fake pockets um inside the pockets you do find uh you you find what appear to be uh like four very very uh like interesting-looking biscuits, and uh, kind of stamped into them are the the letters CC. Uh, you also find an orange ascot inside the other pocket. <laughs> uh, let's have uh, the characters roll a history check. Five, eight, four, one. <laughs> Um, okay, let's, uh, this, this Ascot, it, it seems familiar in a, a certain way, but you guys can't quite place, uh, your, your foot or neck on it. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, there's Uh. there's a door at the end with another, uh, shiny doorknob, uh, with the, uh, the, the welcome mat at the end, uh, for wiping your feet off should you choose to do so. Uh, what do you guys do? Would you like to use
5: your thieves' tools this time?
2: (laughs) I for sure eat one of those
1: biscuits. I Uh, eat the other biscuit. Okay, so you both gain... It's basically a potion of healing,
2: but you guys both get a... unfortunate. I'm fully healed.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Um, It's a 2d4 plus 2 if you'd like to get some health back. Alrighty. Which uh, I believe... Yeah, you...
2: Probably wasted a healing potion because my character just wanted to eat a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it tastes like a dog snack. Let let's oh like even that's better. <laughs> there are uh, two others left, um, and uh, I assume somebody's going to hang on to them. I mean, like I, I clearly like the god That could be an but the
4: but the biscuits. That's clearly uh, what you say his name was again. Scoop. C.C.? Oh, I uh, thought that
6: was Clue Crew. It was Clue, it was
4: clue Crew. Oh, okay. Uh, that's clearly like the Clue Crew's biscuit. So, like, yeah, I'm holding on to that.
1: Uh, okay. So, uh, you guys make your way down to the end of the hallway. Uh, I, You guys uh, wipe or don't wipe your feet, and sw- the door swings open, and in front of you is this absolutely grand looking hallway or, or uh, this grand hall uh, there's like a directly in front of you there is a large uh, staircase that probably is about, goes up like a hundred feet so to speak um, and then all around you are like busts of heads of like uh, you recognize the heads to be uh, Hannibal Barbarus himself <laughs> um, above them you see like little paintings of like other uh, of uh, I think I misspoke there. I apologize, um, but yeah. What? Uh, as you guys go in, you guys hear a uh, that same voice again, uh, coming through the walls.
3: Oh, thank you for
1: uh, wiping your feet, and to those who didn't, we will look. F- we will frown upon that. Uh, please make your way down the hallway and up the stairs. Uh, so I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna like take one of those busts,
4: smash it on the ground, and go, wankable bitch bass. What you do
5: with the clue crew? Oh. Do you just say wankable? <laughs> wankable. <laughs> I've never heard it used that way before. <laughs>
4: I, I I'm just try to. Come up with insulting <laughs> names for this guy. But.
5: I, I'm gonna 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 pat you in the head. Good boy.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: you likeable.
4: <laughs> Ruff. I'm a good boy. I wipe right. my tail. <laughs> 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 I'm a good boy.
2: Um, Who's a good boy? Yeah, I, so I was just gonna. Grab one of the busts, but not break it. I was just going to have, I was just going to keep it. Okay.
1: This is a very intricately uh, sculpted marble uh, head bust. Um, that probably would have been worth uh, a bunch. Um, and you, you kind of think that as you look at the remains of the, the broken one on the ground. Oh, shame. Um, what uh, what do you guys want to do, if anything? I think
6: uh, I, I'll go first because I'm sock-footed and I don't want to step in their muddy path behind any okay. of these guys that didn't take their shoes off, <laughs> rude.
2: Perfect. I didn't have shoes.
6: True. I don't want to get all the my sort
5: thighs. of people, the sort of people that tell you to take your shoes off when they come into your house. Deep down, those people are sociopaths.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert, God. Um, so uh, as you guys uh, start to progress forward with. Um, with Juan leading the the way, uh, you guys start to make your way up towards uh, the staircase. Uh, Juan, as you go to uh, as you begin to move up the staircase, uh, you feel like the steps shift under you, and you realize that that the staircase is moving in the opposite direction that you were walking. I need you to make a dexterity check for me. Dear Lord! All right, that's a nat one. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay um what is your modifier
6: one or so it's a natural two. one yeah
1: okay okay so um as you're as you're kind of working your way up the, the the stairs uh you're actually able to uh as you're like slowly moving you're able to kind of keep yourself in place and you move you get your way about uh maybe 30 feet of the way up until you you're just kind of walking in place in tune with the rhythm of like the way the steps are moving and you're just kind of walking in place there <laughs> so this is pretty much just an escalator at, at this point right like and i'm just at this point yeah moving yes. in
6: all right cool
1: yep you're ju- you're just walking um what is everybody else doing i guess i'm gonna run <laughs> up the stairs faster than they go down uh okay um I need you to also make a dex check as you start to sprint up the stairs and I want you to roll with advantage. All right.
4: It's a good thing you gave me advantage.
1: Uh, So my highest roll was 15. Okay. Um, (laughs) So as you start to sprint your way up the stairs, um, the stairs uh, increase and they go, they start to like uh, escalate. Faster and faster and faster, uh, and you you were almost just about to reach the top until they basically almost turn into a slide, and both you and Juan uh, tumble down the steps because you moved too quickly and made the steps uh, turn into the slide. Um,
4: right. uh, okay, as I'm sliding down, I'm gonna like uh, shift and like use my claws to like uh, not slide down the slide that you know like. Claw into the ground and
1: not slide. You can make a dex save. Um, and okay. Juan, do you want to try to do anything similar like that? Um, I would say with as bad as I rolled the first time, probably not. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna face plant. I think that just makes okay. sense. Okay.
2: Question. Uh, yes. Are it are the rail? there railings on these stairs?
1: Um. Yes, but they look I- incredibly are- dilapidated
2: are the railings moving they are not i'm gonna try and try and like a monkey across the top of the railing
1: okay Anyways, um, i got a 14 14 okay so uh you are just about managed to uh to climb and you, you tumble a few uh a, a few steps down um but and you take uh, two points of bludgeoning damage as you do so. But you you also get about uh, you're now at the thirty feet point, and uh, you are clinging to the side of the banister. Um, uh, good fink. Go ahead and make a acrobatics check for me. Uh, and uh, Juan, you are now at the base of the steps. Makes sense.
2: G- good yep. <laughs> old uh, eighteen plus six. It's twenty four. Yeah.
1: 24, yeah. So you make it uh, you get, uh, I said this was like 100 feet, right? Mm. Yeah, so you get about uh, uh, 50 feet up. Um, Agrabah, are you doing anything while you're watching these stair antics?
5: While this clown show is going on, I'm (laughs) going to get the rope from my backpack and I'm going to tie it tightly around one of my hand axes and I'm going to start Twirling it around my head like a, a lasso, and then I'm going to launch it as far up the staircase as it will go, hoping it will act as some kind of grappling hook,
1: like an anchor of sorts.
5: Like an anchor of sorts. That's a great yeah. way of putting it.
1: Okay. Um. Go ahead and make an attack roll for that me. Is fifteen. Fifteen. Uh. So your hook lands at about the thirty-foot mark where, uh, where Darren is kind of holding onto the the rails um and so yeah you had you basically have a, a
5: point 30 feet um in the stairs okay i'm gonna start, start slowly walking my way up there
1: okay um you very very cautiously uh start to work your way up the stairs and the stairs they uh they seem to slow down uh as you uh slowly work your way up to the 30 foot point Um See Darren, on. what are you nice what are sweet. you doing? Or actually, uh, let's yeah, Darren, what are you doing? Uh, can I reach
4: his Can I reach his rope and like follow him up the grappling axe rope thing he made? Yeah. He, so
1: his his axe landed at about the point you are, so the rope doesn't go up any further. Oh, okay. Then I am just gonna claw my way to the top. Okay. <laughs> um Juan, what are what are you doing at the base of the stairs? So have the the stairs are no longer a slide; they're like back to stair format. They're back to like a regular escalator, but there's now a rope that you could use to help. Okay. Oh wait, they're like, back to regular escalator. Yes. Uh, just can I? Can I just maybe not make,
4: go go quite as fast? <laughs> can I? You know what? No, no. I'm just gonna sprint up the stairs again. Oh my god! <laughs> no,
2: don't sprint. They'll go really fast again. Go slowly. I continue to scuttle up the railing.
4: Scut- yep. <laughs>
5: Scuttling's good. 16. Scuttling or,
1: good. No, not 16. The opposite, 6. Okay. Um, and, Juan, what are you... Uh, are you using the rope to kind of help yourself yeah, up?
6: Yeah, I'm going to slowly follow after Agrippa and make sure that I am not going quickly up the stairs this time.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Darren, with your 6... Uh, you want to go fast, but there's a certain part of you that uh, also says maybe, maybe don't go quite as fast. And so you, uh, ever so slightly, uh, take your time going up the stairs. Um, you guys are now at the, uh, at just like, at the the sixty foot mark, just past where um, Goodfink is scampering up the rails. And I'll have you make another uh, acrobatics check, uh, Goodfink.
2: Oh, sure. Uh, that's a thir- 13.
1: 13, okay. You make it all the way up to the top of the stairs. Cool.
2: Um, is, was the rope all the way at the top of the stairs, or like somewhere in the middle?
1: Uh, it was in the middle, so the, the rope ended at the 30-foot the point for everybody else. Okay,
2: I have my own rope, so I can just throw it down and tie it to something up here. Okay,
1: yeah, go for it.
2: Just, uh- <laughs> uh check the rope okay grab on uh
1: uh, the rest of you i assume we're just gonna grab the rope and go up Yep. yep yep all right then uh using uh the rope you guys pull yourselves up to the top of this uh very interesting staircase um okay in front of you there lies yet another door with a shiny brass handle and through the walls, you just hear that same sinister laughter again, uh, cackling at uh, ev- the way everybody uh, proceeded up the staircase.
5: That that that's fair. I get the cackling for that. That was not our finest hour. Bit of a shambles, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. But we made it, so I think we should all we can, we can all take that away. That's a positive. We got up there.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a net gain.
5: Yeah. Would you like to use your thieves' tools on this door, or are we just going to open it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can do that. Okay. Uh, roll sleight of hand for me. Uh, that is. Damn it, I keep getting nineteens, but no twenty. Big sad. Uh, twenty-five.
1: Okay. Uh, this time you actually hear a loud, audible click. As uh, this door was locked, uh, contrary to the other ones, uh, and the door—I would have laughed uh, if you said that. If you said that he just locked the door. <laughs> no. Uh, now you can break it down. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. So uh, the door—you hear the the click of the door unlocking, and uh, it swings open. And uh, as you guys just peer in before you step in, uh, you guys see mirrors everywhere on the ceiling, on the floors, on the walls. This looks like to be some sort of hall of mirrors. Um, As you, uh, let's have everybody roll survival for me. Oh, no.
5: Man. Five. Five. Eleven. Five. Okay. Oh,
1: my God. One <laughs> uh, with your 11, uh, it's a little hard to make out, but you definitely see, um, like, some mud prints uh, leading up the stairs and uh, into this hall, although you can't really make out any details uh, from, like, you know, what, what they might be. But, of course, you can assume.
6: It looks like someone else was rude as well and left their boots on. went
5: this way. <laughs> Follow me. I'm gonna subconsciously just, like, wipe my boots a little bit <laughs> on the floor to get what little dirt is left of them off. Uh,
2: I have some string. Um, I wanted to have, I wanted to buy more string, but there's no actual listed price for string in D&D, so I'll <laughs> have as much as you would allow me to have.
1: <laughs> um, I would say it'd probably be half as expensive as rope, I guess, sure. or you could just use rope. Um, so what are you, what are you going to do with, uh, and I'll give you, like, you, you already, I assume that you would pull up some of the rope that you used on the staircase?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping to, like, leave a trail just in case we have to, in case we get lost or something, have to double back. Okay,
1: cool. So, uh, I'll give you 200 feet total. Is that, that cool? Sure. Okay. So uh, as you guys step into this hall of mirrors, uh, the door slams shut behind you. And it is immediately, uh, it is at first very disorienting, like which way to go, which walls are actually walls. Um, as you look at the mirrors, you see your reflections uh, mimicking you. And y- y- for a second, you you begin to realize how ridiculous uh, you actually look. Um, Goodfink, you take a little bit of the, the rope that you have and you start to uh, leave a trail uh, behind you. Um, this is absolutely going to help you guys make your way back to the beginning. Um, so let's have everybody roll another stealth check. Or not stealth, uh, survival. Now that they are in this room.
4: Net
6: 20,
2: Four. baby! Nine.
6: And twenty-two.
2: Nice,
1: uh, Chowder, Ian. Oh, I get four. Nat twenty. Ooh, okay. So uh, after Juan points out the the muddy prints from before, you guys are uh, very very sure that uh, you know you know you know where you're going, and you start to follow the footprints, and you maybe get maybe a uh, hundred feet of uh progress through this hall, leading, leaving the rope behind you as a guide for which way to go. As you uh at, get uh like to this hundred foot point, at the end of the the hallway, it looks like there's uh maybe a little something floating in the air. Um let's have everybody roll perception for me.
2: I'm good at that I Ooh, am Ooh, Nat
6: 20. Ooh. 14. So that gives me a twenty-nine 16. Oh my god!
1: Twelve. Okay. Inside this, uh, the floating at the. Let me let me roll check here. Oh boy!
5: <laughs>
1: Very nice. Hello, cat. Yikes! Okay, so uh, that's a yikes for me, not for you guys. You guys are doing great. Mm. So at the end of the hallway, um, do you guys see what appears to be a pair of like thick rimmed glasses and uh, a handheld mirror. Uh, floating, what appear to be uh, by themselves, but as you look a little bit closer, uh, and you know some of you use uh, some of the uh, assistance with uh, from the people who rolled incredibly high, uh, you notice the faint, uh, hazy, uh, oozy-looking outline of a uh, what appears to be like a giant gelatinous cube at the end of the hallway. Ever so slowly shuffling its way towards you with uh, the the glasses in the mirror uh, suspended. No.
4: No, you Damn didn't. No. No. <laughs> uh, and, you know, in a fury, I'm going to cast uh, Wrathful Smite
1: and then swing at this fucker with my sword. Uh, if we are going directly into <laughs> combat, let's roll initiative. All right. Fourteen.
3: Ah.
2: Fifteen. Seventeen. Oh, another okay. Uh twenty two. That's like my nope. third nineteen.
1: All right. Uh to we'll delete that. Uh good thing. Uh there there's probably about uh sixty feet away uh from all of you guys and the the cube. Uh with Darren, you've probably jumped ahead just a little bit. You're about thirty feet away. Uh, Good, Vink. You are first. Hmm.
2: Would I happen to know anything about gelatinous cubes?
1: Um. You may roll a nature check for me, and this will count as like your like free action.
2: So Nat twenty.
1: Ooh. What's your what's your it. modifier? Plus three. Okay. Very nice. Um. You recall that gelatinous cubes are they like to hide, uh, in unsuspecting places and use their uh transparency to mask themselves um you know that they are very easy to hit although they have a sizable uh hit point buff and gotcha. y- you you want to be very careful getting up close to them otherwise they might consume you
2: okay um i shout what do you want to say uh mugsy you gotta stop my cat is here again <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's a weird thing to say in this situation,
1: but okay. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> casual cat
5: fight. You.
2: My cat is straight up tangled in my microphone cable now. Oh, no. Oh, no. That, is,
5: that is called natural selection.
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry if lost. My guy. Hold on. This, he's simultaneously the smartest cat and the dumbest cat I've ever known. There you go. I saved him. He's stupid Sounds fucking... Like-
1: Idiot. Most cats face. I know.
2: <laughs> He's smart enough to know how to turn off my computer, but not smart enough to not get tangled on the reg. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um I say don't get close to it. I, I fully lost the accent while I was dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't, don't fucking get close to it. Whatever. Okay. Okay. I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> All right. My cat's an asshole. <laughs> um all right that's a oh there goes the good rolls um that's a 12 but you said it's low ac right
1: it is it is a uh incredibly low ac so a 12 hits
2: good oh right a- bonus action um I for deceit the thing where i roll insight versus deception
1: cool i have a zero
2: <laughs> cool, cool cool i mean hey you could always roll better than me in any- anyway yep
1: it is a five minus five For charisma,
2: (laughs) good. I rolled a four on the die, so an eight. Um, Nice. (laughs) Cool. So I'm gonna get sneak attack. Yes. Nineteen. Nineteen piercing damage.
1: Very nice. Uh, Your uh, arrows—they clearly stick to the outside of the cube, and you see like a little bit of uh, what appears to be like slime and stuff start to ooze uh, from the from the cube. Uh, One. It is your turn. You said 19 points of damage, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Juan, you're up. Okay, I'm going to pull a piece of licorice out of my pocket and take a big bite out
6: of it and make a really disgusted face because I hate licorice. Um, But then I am going to look over to Agrippa and say, hurry, my friend, and cast haste on him.
5: Ooh. Oh, thank you kindly.
6: So haste until the spell ends, which is one minute. The target speed is doubled. It gains plus two bonus on AC. It has advantage on dexterity saving throws. And most importantly, it gets an additional action on each of its turn. The action can be used only to take the attack with one weapon attack only.
1: Yeah, gotta go fast.
6: And I'm gonna stay kind of farther back at this point.
1: Okay, cool. Um, Darren, you are up. Okay, I'm gonna
4: heed, heed his warning Uh, Retreat back 30 feet and then use Eldritch Blast on it.
1: Ooh, okay.
4: All right. So 14 hits? Yes. All righty. All right. 10 plus 2 is 12 damage.
1: Wow. Okay. And uh, I'm pretty sure you you get another uh, bolt attack for Eldritch Blast, right? Because you're level 5? Oh,
4: wait. Right. I didn't think about that. Uh, Yeah. No, I do. Uh yeah, 17 definitely hits. and uh, Yes, it does. Seven, so that's seven, or 19 damage altogether. And, uh, uh, how
1: much does the second bolt do? The second bolt does seven damage, so 12 plus seven, seven. is... Seven. Uh, okay, perfect. Uh, 19 seven. altogether, yep. I'm good at math. No, I'm not.
4: <laughs> All right, so <laughs> for my bonus action, I'm going to use uh, Bardic Inspiration. I, I play a soulful drum solo and sing a mournful <laughs> song. And I'm going to give that Bardic Inspiration to who's next up, like next party member. That's It's going to be Agrabah. Yeah, I'm going to give that Bardic Inspiration to Agrabah. Use with that what you will. And that's my turn. Buff that man to high heaven.
5: (laughs) So what does your Bardic Inspiration do for me?
4: uh bardic inspiration uh so yeah any creature that's within 16 feet who can hear me that creature gains one bardic inspiration die which is a d6 uh so within the next 10 minutes you can roll the die and add that number to any ability check attack roll or saving throw
5: thank you very much see i told you you were a good boy <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh
2: my tail dog
1: playing a drum solo I
2: am trying so hard to figure out what class Chowder's playing.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm a Bardlock.
4: Multi.
2: Okay, I thought I heard like three other features aside from Warlock and Bard. I was like, are you five classes at level one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did that once. It was uh, that's that's funny, amazing. But but, uh, all right,
5: Uh, Agrippa, you're up. Okay, so flicking my glorious mane. I am just charging towards this thing and attempting to shred it. Okay, so, so you do- does it take an a, action to close?
1: It will it. take one of- uh, you could use your haste action, I believe, to uh, dash up, and then you would be right up close to it.
5: So I will, I will use
4: that.
1: Okay, and, and now you just have my, your regular Oh wait, action. heads up,
4: it's not a d6, it's a d10, or d8. D8, you get a d8, so for your bardic inspiration die, just so you
5: know. That is even better. So with my first action, then after my haste action, I am going to, to use a a British colloquialism, I'm going to twat it with my (laughs) sword. I'm learning so much. (laughs) Sounds dirty. (laughs) Uh, That is 24. That's a hit. Okay, I will use my bardic Inspiration as part of this
1: so it doesn't bardic inspiration doesn't add to the damage it's just it the actual okay. attack I will roll just, itself i won't use it then for that okay yeah. so
5: i have got 17 points of damage oh baby okay and then you have your second attack second one i am gonna go to hit it again and that will be a 17. that's a hit and this is for uh that is 15 points of damage. 15?
1: Yes. All right then.
2: Uh... Yeah, twat that wankable bastard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think that's a string of words that I've never yeah. heard before and I never want to hear again. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah
5: if, with this. You, you with guys this... are not, not using wankable correctly, trust me.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, with this party, uh, be prepared to hear that a lot. <laughs> I don't know, man. He seems pretty bloody wankable to me.
3: Oh boy! <laughs> um,
1: you fiercely slash into uh, this gelatinous cube, and this thing uh, is not doing well. You see, there's like little bits of like its, I guess, essence just kind of leaking everywhere. Um, it is going to attempt to move into your space and try oh, to engulf you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw.
2: This you can add uh, bardic inspiration. This is too. where the bardic inspiration well, is going.
6: Yeah, be- and you also have advantage on dexterity saving throws because of haste. Yes. All oh, right. Excellent.
5: Well, thank you for that. Ah, oh, that's better. Okay, my total then is nineteen.
1: Nineteen. Uh, you nimbly uh, take a couple steps back as uh, to dodge your uh, to dodge out of the way of uh, the ever moving forward cube um okay cool uh good fink. you up
2: okay cool um it just went for our good friend agrippa and i cannot allow that um i'm gonna i'm gonna do the thing i've been doing and shoot it okay (laughs) um technically as a bonus action i can like make a perception check around just just because i can bonus actions whatever okay I mean do you want to do that sure why not i you know never know what i'll find you never
1: know go for it
2: uh okay cool it's a nat 20 on a perception check
1: um okay yeah you total 27 you see uh everybody's reflections seems to be uh you know fighting just as hard as you guys um (laughs) there's uh a lot of a lot of Ooze and essence and stuff coming out of this uh, cube. It looks, it's looking slightly less uh, transparent, a little more opaque, as you guys are uh, really putting a number into this
2: thing. Cool. Um, yeah, gonna, gonna shoot it. Sneak attack. It'll be fine. Uh, oh no, that's an eleven. That's a hit. Okay, good. These things <laughs> so have an armor class sick. of six. Thank you for like, that. Like, they are,
1: uh, <laughs> they are, they are just walking hit points that eat stuff.
2: Yeah. That's fair. Me too. Uh, 18 piercing damage. Alright, describe to me what happens
1: as, uh, as you slay the cube.
2: Oh, um, uh, I'm gonna shoot an arrow- Ow! Fuck! My cat is just going at me again. (laughs) Sorry. He's being an asshole today. Anyway, I'm gonna shoot an arrow. Um, The real
4: villain of the campaign. Your
5: cat.
2: (laughs) You're right. He's just old and grumpy and he's getting grumpier and I am sorry for him interrupting. You're good.
5: I can relate yeah. to your cat.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, on a personal I I, level or, or
1: do you have a cat? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't think he'd be this disruptive. I apologize. Yeah, no worries.
1: Um, do you want to describe what happens as you kill the cube with your uh, arrows? Yeah, I'm
2: going yeah, to shoot my arrow. It's going to sink into the cube. We're all going to pause for a second. Like, did did it work? And then it's going to fall apart on the ground. Yep. Yep,
1: I think that's that's exactly how I had pictured it too. Um, as the uh, cube falls apart in front of you guys, um the the set of glasses and the handheld mirror uh, s- uh, clatter to the ground. Uh, I, uh, seemingly I pick up the i gla-
5: I will pick them up because I'm right next to it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, makes sense.
4: But uh, Um, do
1: do I recognize
4: who those glasses and mirror belong to? I assume I would.
1: You recognize the glasses to belong to Varmint. Uh, (laughs) I think that's my my favorite name. Um, The mirror... uh, Go ahead and uh, roll perception. Who's holding the mirror? Is that you? Um, yeah, I've got Agrippa? it. Agrippa. Okay. Um, I want you to roll the perception check for me. Seven. Okay. Um, you look in the mirror and you see yourself. Uh, maybe a couple hairs out of place, but uh, besides that, you're you're feeling and looking pretty good.
5: So I'm gonna hand the mirror back. Over towards the other one and the glasses. Like, do any of you guys recognize this? Those
4: glasses,
5: they're vomits. <laughs> vomits, vomits, <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I said. Vitamin. Vomits, why are you who calls someone vomit? <laughs>
0: All right, see, I wasn't totally kidding about those cozy vibes. I don't know, something about the about the thunderstorms, about the mansion, and the Scooby Doo of it all. Oops, did I just say the the, the magic words? Uh, I don't know. It just kind of hits me with that, and that probably also helps that it's a pretty cold day right now, and I am being kept a plenty toasty by a Season of the Loaf bread hoodie, a piece of Dice Populi merch, which, big thank you to people in our community. A couple of folks got together, uh, pitched in some money, and bought me this. And I am just so grateful, not only for their kindness, but for the cozy, cozy vibes that this hoodie is is contributing towards uh, as it keeps me nice and warm during this edit. And uh, it, I, I will admit, it is already tainted with a tremendous amount of cat hair because... Well, life is imitating art. <laughs> uh, cats can ruin a lot of things, but what they can't ruin is our wrap-up of season of the loaf. So we're going to take a few minutes uh, to talk about the seasons of our show. Just as we have changed seasons in the in the real world here in uh, North America, uh, so we do in the world of Dice Populi. Every three months or so, we sh- we shift from one funny name and theme to another, and with that, we shift a few different things. So let me just go down the list. Um, Well, once again, we did not hit 50 patrons. I don't really see that as much of a bad thing, though, because I love the patrons we have. I love the ones that are joining. And I love what you're enabling us to do. You have... Uh, allowed us to run advertisements on other platforms to increase our listenership even more you have allowed us to give to charity you have allowed us to invest the time we need into making sure art music and merchandise are all things that are are sort of up to snuff with our show and to even uh, give give us the time and flexibility to take this two hour long adventure And just even just put a nice sprinkling of sound in the background just to make sure that it's a a pleasant little listen no matter what your mood is. Uh, So as we shift into this, I just want to say thank you to everyone contributing. However, if we do get to 50 patrons, we are going to uh, ensure that you get access to the fourth volume of the Dicey Waters soundtrack, which would be the music from uh, A Second Chance, which... As I continue to work on new music, I am uniquely proud of A Second Chance for some of the stuff I did, uh, the more obscure musical stuff, and some of just the bigger themes overall. Um, but more on that in just a, a little while. Uh, another big thing we're wrapping up, uh, seasonal charity donations. We uh, focused our charity efforts to the Bungie Foundation's iPad for Kids initiative. So just earlier today, I was able to donate from our Patreon $55 to... Uh, the Bungie Foundation's iPad for Kids, uh, which basically makes sure that uh, kids with serious medical diagnoses and needs uh, have their quality of life improved by making sure they have access to communication and entertainment in the form of a personal iPad. Um, Big fan of of what the Bungie Foundation has done over the years, and this seems like a pretty good cause, really in tune with a lot of uh, the interests of us in our community. Uh, Now, each season, we also track uh, Discord, uh, participation so if you're not a member of our discord now's a great time to join because we're about to reset the leaderboard but a quick look at what we saw over the last 3 months or so our little bot named Uge he takes a look at uh at how participative people are uh number of messages and gives them a level so whoever is the highest rank at the end of a season according to Uge gets a little sansan get a little giveaway now th- for third place over these past 3 months in our discord is our friend toast at level 18 with 1.1 thousand messages. Ugh, if that is third place, that is a high bar, but I think you guys can handle it. So if you jump in, you'll also see our second place at level 21 with 1.4 thousand messages is Hertasi, And I wish first place was even close, but with level 34 and 3.3 thousand messages is our good friend Takale. This might come to no surprise to those of you who are part of the Discord, uh, but Takali, you have won Season of the Loaf's Discord competition, and uh, if you partner with us, we'll shoot you a message and uh, make sure that you get a little bit of swag, kind of like the candle keep Mysteries or the uh, Dice Populi travel mug from seasons past. We'll figure out what you need. If you want more info on Patreon profit and transparency and all that stuff and how we're handling that, there will be a news post on DicePopuli.com. You can get more info. But by and large, that wraps up season of The Loaf. Uh, Excellent timing as we finally meet the Grain Brothers at the core of The Loaf and its memeology within our podcast community. Uh, But it is now time to shift into something a little more forward-thinking, a little more topical, and maybe a little more practical. We're in sort of a weird position right now with how much we're trying to produce on the back end. while also figuring out how do we want to grow this production entirely. And uh, nothing really fits that theme better than uh, a piece of uh, paraphernalia from our adventure meant to be. Our current adventure in Dicey Waters run by Chowder. So we will be calling our next three months the Season of the Crystal. So for Season of the Crystal, our Patreon donations uh, will be focused towards the Center for Disaster Philanthropy. This is a group that focuses on coordinating and mobilizing uh, groups to, uh, to aid in uh, relief and support for those affected by natural disasters, at least here in, uh, in the United States. Uh, and especially as we have wildfires all over the West Coast and hurricanes and tropical storms battering the East and the South, uh, there are a lot of people being hurt by this stuff in a big way, and anything we can do to help, we would love to do. So 20% of our Patreon revenue after Patreon takes its cut is uh, going to the Center for Disaster Philanthropy. So if you do sign up for any of the other myriad benefits of of our Patreon community, uh, this is just another one, knowing that you're helping a lot of people uh, in need. Now our podcast release load roadmap is a little less specific this time, just because we're kind of plowing through. Meant to be, our current adventure will at least last us until the end of the year. So Chatter's adventure is going strong, and to be honest, uh, Chatter, take as much time as you want. I am having a hell of a time trying to figure out uh, the next part of the podcast when I don't know how your story is going to end. So please take your time; it's fine. Another um, news for Patreon releases: we have got uh, on today. For any level of the Patreon, uh, you can see a new animation made by me adapting a short clip of audio into visual medium from episode two of the podcast. This short is called The Trouble, Uh, so you can go and take a look at that. I have updated the style last time to be something I think a little more unique, and I'm pretty excited. I think it's pretty funny and a good time, and I want to keep making these, but they take... Oof, this is a short animation. takes a lot of time to do, uh, so... The, the uh, I, Any excuse to make more, I would love to spend the time. Uh, this weekend, October 2nd, Entrench number nine, Mission Accomplished, will be releasing. Uh, we are nearing the end of what Ryan is calling a prologue of this bonus campaign, and holy fucking shitballs, wankable folks, like, uh, it's really blowing our hair back here. Uh, Entrench is going some crazy places, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. We thought that we fucked up back in chapter, in, a, in number two. It is Whoa, Nelly! Stay tuned for that. So that's that's for those at the five dollar level on our Patreon. You can hear those episodes. Uh, title voting has been a regular staple once again. Uh, as you guys have voted on titles such as Grain and Able, uh, just so mm, just such a good such a good episode title. Your judgment never leads us astray. Uh, so Patreon members, as we come up with new episodes of Dicey Waters, uh, you'll get a poll uh, that will allow you to vote on what an upcoming episode title will be. And I just I, I love this part. I'm glad we're back to the point where we can keep doing this. As far as planned content, we also have some loose ideas. Uh, I was thinking of doing a musical composition live stream, maybe just live streaming me uh, editing music for that next soundtrack. It seems more fun than me uh, uh, just noodling on a piano. But uh, yeah, I think that that could be a pretty interesting behind the scenes. Uh, Ryan is throwing around the idea of host interviews with us DMs to uh, give you a little more insight as in, into how we're running this show. Uh, and live action versions of the Trouble and First Impressions animations. The way that those work is I actually have to shoot myself on video and then draw over it. And with both styles, they sort of, they really mask what I look like underneath. And it's just the... Uh, oof, That's going to be some fun content to put out there, like a little how I made it. And at the end of the season, we will once again reveal the highest ranked Discord member by Uge and uh, the total amount earned for uh, the Center for Disaster Philanthropy, uh, as well as whether or not we hit that seasonal goal. And for anybody looking to get friends into the podcast, we also just updated our uh recap episode our introductory episode called welcome to dice populi that is permanently affixed to the dice populi website so if you go to dicepopuli.com welcome to dice populi is right there within five minutes they'll get an intro to all the characters and the concept of the show and they can decide do they want to jump in at the beginning or listen to a full recap of the adventure so far some people don't want to binge podcasts and that's fine so instead of 50 episodes there's a 20-minute recap right there that'll get them up to speed. We have tried to make it as accessible and easy as possible, so don't feel embarrassed to ask your friend to listen to a podcast. We did the hard work for you. I hope. <laughs> uh, also on that page is the uh, is the link to join our Patreon, which, again, you can get these animations. The Tide's Shanty. Oh, my God, that was so fun. And you also get uh, the the Entrench campaign, a uh, whole bunch of extra stuff and all the other content that we want to throw out there. So it's It's a crazy time for our story and our crew join us as we peer through the season of the crystal together and see what is to come. Lastly, for this episode, once again, a big thank you to Matt for running this adventure and throwing it together uh Matt was the uh- c- conceiver of this whole thing. I went through, did the editing and uh and sound design, very light though it may be, and once again, a massive thank you to Chowder for joining in and our friends Ian nico and lex again you can find all their different projects uh listed in our show notes thank you thank you thank you we love our community and the friends that we've made uh so enjoy the rest of the show uh see if cats stop being assholes to me or to them in the rest of the house of hannibal Barbaras. i am gonna take this moment
2: to let my cat outside and hopefully he'll leave me alone <laughs> okay fair, fair enough right back.
1: um as you guys, uh, let's have... Uh, as you pass the mirror around... Uh, who, did, who did you pass the mirror to? You passed it to Darren? Yeah, I gave it to Darren, yeah. yeah. Okay, Darren, roll perception for me. All right. That is 15. 15. Okay. So uh, you notice as you take a close look in this mirror, uh, you can see yourself.
4: Uh, oh, okay.
1: Uh, you also you also <laughs> see... Uh, uh, as you... It, as you look into the, uh, the mirror, you notice um, that since you have all of these like mirrors around you, um, you can kind of see like the mirrors are doing that thing where they're reflecting it against themselves. And they seem to make uh, like that endless tunnel that you that uh, they do as it just keeps like reflecting on itself. Mm. I uh, try to, Can like, I? put my hand through one of the mirrors. Yes, you may. Uh, as you put your hand through, uh, you reach out your hand uh, directly behind you, and you watch as your hand appears to go straight through the mirror. So
4: which way do we
1: go? Um, why don't we... Let's pause for a second. Uh, we'll wait for uh, wait for Lex, and then... Um, we will... While we're
5: paused, can I try sure. the glasses on? Yeah, go for it. I try the glasses on. Do I look amazing?
1: Um, If... Uh, I'll let the other players uh, determine that. You're uh What do you think, boys? You really pulled them off. You look wonderful.
3: You're,
4: they make you look sharp. Just like... And I shed a tear. Vobbit used to look. <laughs> oh my god.
1: I,
5: how, how easy is it to see in these glasses? Um, they're
1: incredibly thick. Um, you would probably have disadvantage on perception checks if you keep them on for too long.
5: Yeah, I, I take them off and kind of rub my temples. I'm like, wow, <laughs> your friend vomit had terrible eyesight. But I'm going mean, to fold the glasses up and hand them back to Darren and pat him in the shoulder. And Bl-
4: blind as a bat who had its eyes scooped out by a spoon. <laughs> Jesus,
5: that, well, that is disturbing <laughs> imagery. <industry. laughs>
6: Are there any giant canvas pictures on the wall where the eyeballs keep like going back and forth watching us as we do things?
1: You know, I in hindsight, I wish I had done that, but unfortunately, this is just your standard run-of-the-mill hall of mirrors. Gotcha.
6: Gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would have been fun, though. Maybe, uh, maybe that would be another addition to this uh, fun house of doom.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm back. I am so sorry that my cat <laughs> <laughs> has been so disruptive during this whole thing. You're
1: totally fine. Um, so, they, uh, Darren, do you want to describe uh, what you discovered? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so
4: I I noticed that like the mirror or er, uh, the uh, funhouse mirrors and the mirror I'm holding, they kind of make a sort of infinite. Loopy thing, and I put my hand through one of the mirrors and see that it goes through. You can go through these mirrors. Oh, buck wild.
2: Blimey! Should we go through these? Uh, I think I'm going to immediately dive in one. Uh, I follow suit.
1: Okay, uh, as you dive through the mirror chowder, um, your hand loses grip of the mirror that you were holding, and it clatters to the ground. Um, you and, uh, Goodfink are on the other side, and we'll get to you guys in a second. Uh,
5: Agrabah and Juan, you guys are still in the Hall of Mirrors. I'm going to try and grab the mirror before it hits the floor because I'm really superstitious that that breaks. Somebody's going to get seven years of bad luck. Yep. Make a uh, dex
1: check for me.
5: I think somebody's going to get seven years of bad luck because I just rolled a seven. Are we still within a oh. minute?
6: Because you might still have haste.
5: All oh, right. Okay. Do I still have haste? Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay, let's upgrade that to 9 instead. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: you, so the handle clatters and it makes a loud like, uh, ringing sound and you feel like it's almost like the whole room uh, kind of rumbles. Um, but the mirror does not break. My mother would have killed me if that broke. She's very superstitious about these things. <laughs> As you do pick up the mirror, you do see a very small crack on the ground
5: though that doesn't count that doesn't count as a breakage it's a small crack we're good <laughs> totally agree
4: we'll probably break your mother's back i, d- I don't know <laughs> do
5: not step there yeah well that so uh what, sort of do you, what do you what do you do i'm going to study this this mirror because i'm going to hold it up with my back to the mirror that those two jump through and i'm going to mm-hmm. hold the mirror up to yep. see if i can see anything reflected and i'm gonna test yeah.
6: walking so you through see. while he's holding it up too like they they yeah. did
1: yep so. yep so uh yeah so as you uh, as uh you hold up the mirror you see like that infinite tunnel um going uh behind you again as the mirrors just keep reflecting on themselves um one you step right through and you are uh you immediately are joined uh with goodfink and darren um, you're the last one, Agrippa. What do you? What Great. Do you do?
5: So I'm the mirror doorman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> c- c- can you guys hear me? You guys can hear him. Yes. No, we cannot hear a word you're saying. <laughs> right. Let's split up and look for clues. <laughs> I'll wait here <laughs> with the
3: mirror.
1: So, uh, as you stand there, uh, Goodfink, Juan, and Darren, you guys are inside what appears to be a massive great hall. Um, this is a 100 by 100 foot room and there are, uh, there are two incredibly long tables that, uh, go from end to end. Um, on the first, uh, few, uh, uh, on the tables, you see uh, a whole bunch of food. Uh, you see, like, sweet rolls. You see meat. You see things of cheese. I'm only naming foods in Skyrim. I don't know why. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, you uh, you see, like, it looks like there's some things that have been, uh, you know, have had uh, bite marks taken out of them. But you, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's what you guys uh, see at the moment. Um, what what do you guys do?
4: I uh snip the food. Do I do I like sense anything like
1: do I smell
4: anything out of this food that's like
1: um off button. I will have you roll uh investigation. Okay. For me for that. At twenty. Ooh, okay, plus whatever modifier. Yeah. Uh plus whatever modifier,
4: that would be my investigation. Uh, one, plus one.
1: Very nice. Okay, so uh, you smell the food, and it smells absolutely delectable. With your high uh, investigation, though, you kind of start to peer down the table. Uh, so you al- so in the room, you also notice, standing at attention at each of the corners, uh, you see four suits of armor uh, that just <laughs> seem to be standing there, watching. You also notice that on the other uh so this is a hundred foot room you have like the first 50 footed table covered in food on the other half of the table the plates and the cups they are completely empty and uh they appear to be uh almost like nailed or uh adhering to the table and as you look at the tables, you notice that the tables themselves are bolted down onto the ground as well.
4: Now, why, why would someone do that?
1: Maybe we are on a boat. <laughs> uh, as, you, d- as, you, as you guys uh, are um, kind of standing there, uh, Agrabah, are you still just like standing in the Hall of Mirrors?
5: I am, I'm, I'm also trying out various mock heroic poses as I do so because there's a lot of mirrors here. And I'm finding really what, what looks best. <laughs> okay. More power to you. Um, as
1: uh, you you guys all hear uh, the voice through the uh, the walls again. And this time you hear it say,
3: Hmm.
1: Be the great, ah, uh, where is he? Where is he? The great Hannibal Barbaris will see you soon. Please make yourselves comfortable. Try the food and sh- be sure to share with all your guests.
0: <laughs> Is
1: there
6: like a doorway, like that looks like somebody would come through, like a one point?
1: At the yep, at the end of the hallway, you see yet another door with a shiny brass handle. I, I just kicked that door down. As you walk across the room, uh, you step you step past what appears to be like that line of where there's like food on the plates, and then all of a sudden, like nothing, and it feels like your whole world is turned upside down and you feel yourself start to almost fall upwards. Make a dexterity save for me. Oh no. Uh 13. Oh boy. All right. So as you are uh, you try to grasp onto this is, No, this is a saving throw. Oh, saving. Oh, I wait. Think I get oh it. wait, then it's 15. 15. Fifteen, yeah. You lucky son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, as you start to fall upwards, you look up and you see what appears to be a whole bunch of food and drink plastered to the ceiling. And uh, somehow, almost instantly, you manage to grab onto the top of the table. Um, You are now, (laughs) you're basically dangling upwards while you're holding onto the table to keep yourself uh, from slamming into the ceiling. I'll run over. Enough
3: with the tricks,
4: you bloody, I I yell out. Enough with the tricks, you bloody sheep wanker. Show yourself.
6: I'll run over there and try to (laughs) not cross the line, but like (laughs) grab.
3: Game grab on. Darren.
5: <laughs> I am so glad I'm not here, there to hear that.
3: <laughs> that's,
5: that's the most disturbing imagery of
6: today.
1: <laughs> for now. Uh, Nico, what were you saying? No,
6: I, I run over and I try not to cross the line, but I also try to grab Darren and bring him back into our group.
1: Okay. Um, Make a... uh, Yeah, I guess roll, make a strength check for me. As you try to, like, grab him back and pull him over to the right side? I got a 12. That will work. I'll allow that. Um, so uh, you manage to, like, pull him, and then uh, Darren, he basically, like, falls down and slams onto the uh, the table where gravity seems to be working properly. And uh, you are slightly covered in food and drink, but you are... No longer at risk of falling. All right. So to test out what just happened, I'm gonna take whatever's
4: nearby, whatever piece of food or drink, and just uh, throw it over the line, and uh, to see if it does the gravity thing.
1: It absolutely does. Uh, you toss it, and it starts to like kind of fall down. But then, as soon as it crosses that line, it immediately starts to just go fly right up. And with a loud uh, crash, you hear the plate break. As it uh, slams against the ceiling. But the suits What's of, on the ceiling.
6: The suits of armor are the feet are down on our side, right? I mean, they're, they're yes, an they an anti gravity side, though, right?
1: They are. Yes, they are on the floor. Like all of them are on the floor. What's on the ceiling? Like
4: if you look Just up. Just
1: food, drink. Um, that's all you can really see for now. Gotcha. Uh, are the are the knights like bolted down to the ground? Or the uh the knights that are in the the corners of like the anti-gravity zone um mm. they appear to have uh some bolts in their feet okay let's see here what can we do so if we crawled
6: like how far do the tables go? So if we got under the tables and crawled, so that when we
1: flipped, <laughs> so that when the gravity flipped, we were on the tables instead of falling yep. to the ceiling. Um. So you would there. There's basically two tables. There's about uh, twenty feet from the end of the table to each night.
2: Okay. Wait did did the voice say something about like feeding your friends or something? Right. Yes, did I it did.
1: That? Uh, you hear the voice say through the walls. Why yes, what a good listener we have. Is
2: the goal here just to put food into the armor? Is that what? <laughs> are we just supposed to just eat the food? Or are we supposed or... to
4: feed the knights?
2: Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying, like
1: Well, there are two knights on your side of the rooms, you can try it out and oh. see what happens. I didn't realize there were knights
6: okay. on our side of the room too.
1: Okay, okay. I'm gonna... Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. I said I said that they were in all corners of gotcha. the gotcha. So Gotcha. Okay, okay yes. gotcha. So I'm gonna take a piece of
4: cheese and just open up the front visor yep. lid of yeah. the knight and just put the cheese
1: down
3: there.
2: I'm gonna do the same with, like, one of those sweet rolls from Skyrim. Yep.
1: <laughs> so, uh, you guys uh, take your respective foods and open up the visors of the uh, of the knights. And you guys drop it in and with a loud chunk, the visor Um, the visor slams shut and the knight appears to, uh, go from crossing his hands in front of him to basically being at rest and relaxed at his sides. Oh, he had a tummy ache. Not anymore. (laughs) He was a hungry boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hungy. Okay. Um, Agripo, are you still in
5: the Hall of Mirrors? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can I hear any of this nonsense happening?
1: You hear everything. (laughs) Especially the, uh, the sound of the plate, um, hitting the ceiling, uh, definitely would have caught your attention.
3: Okay,
5: I I guess my better judgment then, holding the mirror, I'm going to walk backwards through into the, the infinite corridor of mirrorness. Okay,
1: uh, as you step into the mirrors, uh, your, your hand, you drop the mirror and you are in the, this, uh, great feast hall along with everybody else right as soon as uh, you come there just in time to see the knights uh, relax at arms. And Juan's ab- okay, about I to asked. put
6: food in another knight's, in one of the knights' mouths again just to see if more food helps. Yeah, mm.
1: Go for it. Um, it, it. It doesn't really do much, but you know, it, I'm sure that they're happy.
5: Are, are you guys feeding suits of armor? Agri-
1: Agrippa, do not cross that line. And I, and I point to the
2: ceiling. <laughs> To show all the Uh, food and plates and stuff. Ah. Now that we've fed the knights on this side, um, I'm going to take out that bus to, like, throw it across the line to see if anything changed. Okay.
1: Uh, Nothing has changed, and the bus just flies up through the air and smashes on the ceiling. And the voice uh, calls through the walls and say, Ooh, that was valuable, wasn't it?
4: If there were more, I'd smash them. Okay. Uh, do any of you blokes Scott Mage Hand? Maybe we can, like, feed
1: the other knights with that.
2: Uh, question. Are the knights' visors up on the other side?
1: Uh, they are not. Okay. Um, you guys had to raise the visors on, uh, for the ni- two knights on your side. Um, also, just to so you know, Mage Hand does have a range of 30 feet, and there is 50 feet in between where that line is and uh, where the, the, the other knights are.
2: So, I'm going to pull out some pitons, which are the rock climbing things. Okay. Um, and I am fully just going to go on the other side and use those to, like, crawl to the knife <laughs> to feed them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay. So, let me think about this. So, I'm going to say this does let you create basically create your own footholds. As you, like, slide across the top of the table, um, you're still going to have to make an athletics check because you're basically uh, in free falling climbing and stuff.
2: Yeah, no worries. Okay. Oh, oh, I was thinking, like, um, like actually going on the ceiling and pulling my weight down the wall to them, not to the table.
1: Um, oh, oh, wait. I, I'm confused. I'm sorry.
2: Um, so I go on the other side. I okay. fall to the ceiling. How, okay. how well depends on how high it is. If I do this or not, how high is the ceiling?
1: It is a hundred foot square room, so one hundred. Oh,
2: fully. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, didn't realize how tall the room was. Uh, that's that's a whole lot more damage than I'm willing to take. Never mind that plan. It's only ten um, d six. <laughs> that's enough to kill me.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Max roll. I'm gone. So with that in mind, um. Maybe don't do that. Uh, who here has a good athletics, though? I do, and also I got something else
4: up my sleeve. Uh, so I am going to cast Enhance Ability. You touch a creature and bestow upon a magical enhancement. Choose one of the following effects. Uh, I am going with Bull Strength. The target has advantage on strength checks, and their capacity doubles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna cast that myself, and I'm just gonna like crawl to the knights on the other side. You know, once I pass that line, it's like climbing thing. So
1: yeah. So hmm. are you okay? So as describe to me what you're doing as you cross the line where gravity uh, flips. All right. Uh. Uh. For, firstly, I
4: am under the table so that you know at least at first when gravity the table is okay. behind my back. Uh I am like okay. uh, clawing at the ground. Or actually I got <laughs> uh, I got two hand axes that I'm kinda
1: using as like
4: climber picks Okay.
1: And um So you're so you're on the underside of the table using axes to kinda drag yourself along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um go ahead and make that strength check for me. Alrighty. Uh advantage, thank god.
4: That is, uh, sixteen.
1: Okay. Um, so you, uh, wait, eighteen. Crawl and eighteen. Yep. Either way, uh, you crawl and you make your way underneath one of the tables, and you successfully, uh, pull yourself to, uh, the end. And as you peer out the the um the underside of the table, you see the knight about uh twenty feet away. With the his visor is still down. Wait a second, his visor is down, but
4: gravity's. But he's hanging upside down. But gravity's flipped. How is the visor down?
1: Uh, (laughs) uh,
4: Yeah, like. Cruel. I I see that you have uh,
1: found uh, a flaw in my logic here. Um, (laughs) Let's just. uh, Don't don't worry.
5: The the answer is magic. The uh, cause
1: yeah.
2: of magic.
1: It's it's magic.
2: I'm assuming just cruel magic.
1: Considering the knights do, um, don't seem to be as affected, uh, even though like they have the bolts in their feet, but they don't really seem to be as affected by this as much as other things. Um, otherwise, their arms would be flying up too, you know. Um, so the visors are uh, the visor is down. Okay, okay. Uh, what then do you do? I okay,
4: okay. Can, can I reach the knight's visor? Like using my longsword. Like, I'm reaching out. I'm trying to, like, open the visor with the longsword. You said 20 feet, right? Yeah, no, that's
1: not good. Yes, that's, yeah. Assume you have, like, a five foot reach. Uh,
2: Okay. Go with me on this as I revisit my original plan, but smarter. (laughs) Okay. Because I'm a good thinker. Um, So, on the normal gravity side, right? I use the Pitons to climb to the top of the ceiling on the normal gravity side. Okay. Then shimmy over to the flip gravity side.
1: Okay. And now I'm on the ceiling. And then you theoretically could walk on the ceiling. Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) And then I can use the Pythons to climb down the other way to the (laughs) night. Okay. Um,
1: All right. You're going to have to roll athletics to climb up the non-gravity flipped side.
5: Is Goodfink seeing this out loud?
1: yes okay wait wait Wait. why don't i'm you, a good, okay. I'm a good thinker hear me out
5: you're a very good thinker how about you give the pythons to me and i'll do that wait but uh I'll quick fl- Flick quick, my hair no. heroically
4: something prestidigitation can do uh a puff of wind so i'm thinking i use prestidigitation to create a puff of wind that'll open the visor can i do that would you let
1: that happen uh Press digitation 5e e. let me see I got it I got it a little puff of wind huh I will allow that yes I just think the whole the idea of just a little fart cloud just open up the visor is really funny <laughs> to all, right. all right I All right. press the digitation create a little fart cloud to open up the visor all right and with a with a loud clang the uh the visor swings upward and appears to be stuck in place uh
3: Yes!
5: Now, hear me out. I can climb up. (laughs) I like this plan. Give them to me. I'll climb up. I'll walk along the ceiling, because that looks kind of cool. I'll walk down, and then I'll start lobbing cheese into the... Actually, I...
6: I have a second climber's kit in my inventory as well, so I'll say... Let's go (laughs) Take mine, and I'll (laughs) give you this. I don't want to go there. And I'll hand it to to (laughs) Agrippa. That looks terrifying. And I'll sit down to... What are the walls made of? I'll sit down to eat a piece of bread from the table while I'm watching these three do this.
1: Bread.
4: <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take... Okay. A, and, like,
2: the visor's open, and we could just, like, chuck cheese from across the room, but I'm fully choosing to not notice.
5: Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> all in this ceiling climbing plan. This is amazing. Okay. It's going to work. I'm, I'm going to take okay.
2: a piece of food and
4: try to uh, toss a piece of food into the night visor.
1: Or um helmet there's no food on the table on your side it's all on the ceiling and I do not recall you saying that you brought food with you I, <laughs> so I and didn't. I I want to see this uh
2: this uh
1: this ceiling plan work so whoever's climbing <laughs> roll athletics
2: for me <laughs> listen chowder did the actual best plan but this is but. The,
5: the glorious plan <laughs> <laughs> and, like, but you, you but did you 90 got the of in. the
2: work.
1: <laughs> the yeah, before I open.
5: climb I'm taking some food from the table. Yes. I'm putting yes. it in my backpack where it's easily reachable.
1: Okay. Um and let's see those checks. Um is one climbing as well? No, I, ha- I, no I handed Erd. my he climbing kit, kit all
6: over to Agrippa. So I'm I'm okay. making a sandwich now, like I'm breaking apart the bread and I'm putting some <laughs> cheese in there. <laughs>
2: Wise uh, man, yeah. I'm fully just taking a sweet roll and shoving <laughs> it full of cheese and see how it tastes. Um, I
1: got
5: 24.
1: Oh, beautiful. Okay, uh, and good fink, are you climbing up as well? Uh,
2: he told me not I to. Oh, no, I so. thought you both were okay. All right. Oh, uh, he I don't said, ca- Why don't you let me do it? And I said, Okay,
1: that is fine. Uh, Agrippa, you, uh, artfully. Uh, climb your way to the top. Uh, you even stopped to like pose for a little bit, about halfway up, uh, just because you know you look so damn good. And you are now... Um, <laughs> you are now basically... Uh, you climb to the top, and then you kind of shimmy your way over, and you are now successfully standing on the ceiling of the the reverse gravity zone.
5: Okay, I start walking towards where... I could get an easy cheese shot into the visor.
1: Okay. Easy it is, cheese shot. So it's about 100 feet up. Um, 100 foot square room, remember. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to see this.
5: Okay, so here, uh, here's uh, where the rare common sense is going to come into. Because my theory is that when the cheese expertly enters the visor, the anti-gravity is going to turn off. So I am tying a rope round my waist. Okay. Tie the other end round one of my climbing spikes. Okay. And I'm going to secure that part way down the other wall, the anti-gravity wall. Wait, but there, so that-
2: there's four armors,
4: right? So we would have to... Like, there are four knights.
2: Do it twice.
4: So we would have to do this twice, yeah.
2: Let's see what's, what's going to happen. You're going to climb down to one knight, feed it, Climb back down, walk on the ceiling well, to the other side, and do it again.
1: Well, he, now that he's on the ceiling, he could just walk across the ceiling so he's above for the other night, too. Uh,
2: I just have the thought if you need more handholds, I can shoot my arrows to make handholds as you go.
5: <laughs> you see, that's probably unnecessary, but it sounds really cool. So I absolutely 100% approve of this idea. All right. So I, I'm going to um, act as if we've, we've discussed the arrow handholds plan beforehand, and I'm going to flip my, my two. Fingers and that sort of generic television hand gesture for make the plan happen.
2: <laughs> this, the little cool. f- uh, finger salute. This plan is so much, and I love it. DD is great, <laughs> DD is a great game, guys. <laughs> okay, can,
4: so, um, can what I is at least the uh, use digitation to create another pop of
1: wind to open the other ma- knight's mask or visor? You would have <laughs> to get a little bit closer. So you'd have to basically scale the underside of that other table, too. Uh, I will do just that, then. Okay. So while they are monkeying around on the ceiling, um, you shimmy your way down, and you are working on um, that table as well. And I won't make you roll, because you've already succeeded doing it once, and uh, that experience would carry over. All right, red. Okay. Um, so meanwhile, on the ceiling, um, uh, what piece of food are you going to chuck into the night uh, below you,
5: a bit of cheese.
1: Okay, um, make a uh, strength check for me. Ooh, not twenty, so
5: twenty-six.
3: Ooh, nothing
1: uh, but net. It is absolutely the most perfect shot of throwing a cheese wheel <laughs> you can ever do. If it were a sport, uh, you would be the the all star. <laughs> um, you'd be all-star that famous cheese thrower. <laughs> Um,
2: all those years of
1: practice
5: the, paying off. well my fish- village has an old custom of cheese throwing every year when the, <laughs> the cheese is finally made whatever you call that process the, yep. the, the old people will take the cheese to a hill outside the town and put buckets at the bottom and it's customary for the young people to throw bits of cheese into the buckets to honour the deity of cheese making
4: seems like an awful good waste
5: of cheese Gromit. <laughs> That, that is a quality backstory <laughs> right there coming into play <laughs> right. in the game. I That's the next amazing. The character is a
1: cheesemonger. Cheese. <laughs> <monger. That's- laughs> um, yeah, nothing but net, and the visor uh, swings close, and the the, the knight is now, uh, his arm shift, and he is now at rest. Um, uh, Darren, you successfully use press the digitation to blow open the visor of the other night. Um, and yeah, so so now what do you guys do? Can How's I that?
5: reach this night with a bit of bread?
1: Um, if you <laughs> if you walk across the ceiling to the other side of the room, then yes.
5: I will attempt that, but before I throw the bread, I'm going to secure myself in place with the whole rope climbing spike leave me dangling combo so that I don't just plummet to my death.
1: Okay. Okay. You uh you Pin the uh, the the climbing pitten is that
2: how you pronounce it pitten python pitten python I've never known
1: yeah the the, the climb the climbing spike thingamajig you uh you hammer that into the uh, the side of the room and you are now uh, basically strapped to the the top um, make a, another strength check for me as you try to hurl this piece of bread into the uh the gaping hole of the night.
5: Okay. Could I secure myself a sort of reasonable distance from the ground so I could drop down rather than sort of leave me hanging there pathetically? Yeah, how, much, how much rope do you have? 50 feet. Yeah, okay. Okay, so here we go. Round two. So that is, not a nat 20, but 20 on the nose.
1: 20 on the nose will succeed. Uh, this one, it, it makes you a little nervous as you throw it, as the uh, the bread seems to just kind of it feels like you didn't put quite enough into it, but then it, it sails into it with a loud clang. The visor closes the night rests and you suddenly feel yourself, uh, fall a bit. Uh, luckily you had that, uh, the climbing spike thingamajig and you are pinned. Uh, you are h- hanging, hanging off the wall, 50 feet in the air chowder with a bit of a loud, uh, crash. You, uh, fall from the underside of the table, but you don't take any damage. Um, but Agrippa is now suspended 50 feet in the air.
5: <laughs> so, I'm going to use another climbing spike to okay. whack that into the wall. And then I'm going to try and, after de the rope, if that's a word, try and actually climb down the wall. Okay. Make a, one,
1: more, one more athletics check for me as you climb
5: down. Uh, okay, not as good. That will be 14.
1: 14. Uh, you make it about uh, 20 feet down and then... You slip and you take uh, two points of bludgeoning damage as you crash into the floor. But uh, all of the knights appear to have been fed and the gravity seems to be working as intended. And honestly, I think two points of bludgeoning damage is more than fair for whatever the fuck that's is. Pretty gen- <laughs> that, that's pretty generous.
4: Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm reading Enhance and like one of the things is Cat's grace, right? And it says it also doesn't take damage from 20 feet or less if it isn't incapacitated. So I assume 20 feet, you do get damage for falling from the hat. Um. So
1: you, I thought you only pick one of the buffs to give him. Yeah. Yeah. No. To,
4: I'm. I'm. am saying that like, if we're going as rules as written, I think 20 feet would yes. do more damage. Oh, than I, that. that's fine. Yeah. I'll, no. No. Yes. I,
1: I. I rolled like shit. I rolled two d6, and I rolled a one and a one. Oh, so. I see. Okay.
4: <laughs> so yeah.
5: Well, we also have a custom in my village that every year, we- so
4: you okay there, Grupa
5: Yeah, yeah. That that was that was part. That was a controlled descent. Everything's good. So Check that I look great. Pick myself okay. up, and I give the pythons, pitons, Patans, whatever they're called, back to Slobberjaw.
4: You're a crazy bloke. Okay. We should join a. We I- should start a band together.
5: We should Any okay. call it the we call the band the
1: patans. <laughs> yep. Um so as you as the food and plates on the ceiling start to fall, um don't worry, none of it's gonna hit you. Like you, you guys don't take any damage. Um you guys do notice there appears to be a a very uh tall made sandwich with a with a giant skewer down the middle that falls um I recognize that I'm sure you do as that <laughs> is a sandwich that can only be expertly crafted by the one and only scoops
5: uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. glare at the sandwich and kick it
3: <laughs> he'll pay for this
5: <laughs> I'll cash he will pay for it he will definitely pay for it he owes the inn in my village old man winkles once
6: peed. I will casually walk over to the door now that those three no, have no, done
4: No, the work. I don't think you get it. They're dead. <laughs> they they bloody kicked it. I'm going to I'm going to kill that puppet man. I think we have to go these And days. Uh, all right. I am going yes. to I'm going to kick the door or down. So uh
1: Nico was our uh Juan was at the the door first. So oh, what okay. do you what do you do there?
6: Uh, uh yeah, I was just going to open it up, just casually walk through after they did all that hard work and I sat around eating a sandwich. I was just going to walk to the door and (laughs) swing it wide open.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, So the door swings wide open. In front of you is a giant uh, circular uh, room that's probably uh, it, it looks like it has a whole bunch of little indentations in the middle of it In each of those indentations it has like a little uh, a bust or like a mannequin of a figure and some of those figures uh, you don't recognize uh, a couple you do you actually recognize to be um, you recognize to be uh, f- almost like figurines of the, the Clue crew in the middle of the room, you see uh, a giant, uh, another head bust. And this one isn't small like the ones that you guys were carrying before. No, this one is about uh, 10 feet tall. Um, and this one is in the, the bust of Hannibal Barbaris. And as you guys step into the room, you notice that there are four bodies laying on the ground around this, uh, this giant stone bust. And th- that voice calls out to you, this time not from the walls, but from the bust itself. Well, it appears you've made it to the Hall of Puppets. I created the Clue Crew in an effort to c- basically control the minds of everybody else. Because whatever the Clue Crew does, everybody else follows, isn't that right? And he indicates towards um, the people who are clearly dressed as detectives. Everybody wants to be the clue crew. I, I don't get it.
5: No, I'm just here to collect for sandwiches, <laughs> drinks, <laughs> and trap-making equipment. These guys have left a big bill behind. So if you pay me, I will be on my way.
1: I'm afraid that it's uh, it's past that. And they, as you see... They, uh, they're in no way, shape, or form to pay. Of course, you can always, uh, pay their debt with your life if you'd like. Wait, there was puppets, but...
5: It's proper psychotop
4: here. But talk I've known Danny all my life. How is that possible? Magic.
5: <laughs> 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 Just like those knight's visors. <laughs>
1: Um, as, uh, he, uh, you hear him speak out again, he says, well, I suppose, uh, I suppose all good things must come to an end. Uh, puppets to attention. And you guys see as, uh, as if they're like invisible strings being pulled from this, uh, like from the arms and legs and like the, the bodies of these, uh, the adventurers there. You see them slowly start to rise in, the, in this really uh, uh uh in this really like creepy unsettling way um we are going to roll
5: initiative one last time i am going to enjoy this Seven. seven eighteen
3: eight.
5: six okay. uh
1: good thing had a six yep okay uh one would you eight. have eight uh agrippa would you have Eighteen. Eighteen chowder, what'd you have? Seven. Seven. Okay. So just do all this. I apologize. Promote. Okay. Um so from uh as you guys are kind of stand at ready, as you see like these four um the 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 four adventures like kind of shambling towards you guys. Um, you do see that there appears to be like almost like this uh magical um not so much a string but more like a tether that kind of feeds back to the the statue. Um and so uh with that in mind, Agrippa, you may go lead off.
5: Okay, I am going to cast as my first action, true strike against the large statue. Okay. And as my second action, I'm gonna try and make my way towards the the large statue the large bust
1: okay um as you 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 get to uh, you guys are now uh right now about 30 feet away from the statue um and the 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 other adventures uh, are about halfway in between so if you if you do want to move past them you'll probably incur some attacks of opportunity um so if that affects anything that you want to do
5: Okay, well, I will be you know, I'm assuming that my actions has got me close enough to be near them, and I can't yes. go through yes, them yes. to get to the statue this time, so that that's me done, I've done okay, my
1: yep, so you are uh you are in front of the 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 four adventures um one appears to be uh dressed in like a like a a white uh blouse um looks like she probably had an ascot around her neck but who knows um she is going to take a swing at the person who's closest that is a that is a 12. okay my armor class is 18. oh my goodness okay so um her her claws like her her hands have kind of turned into like these uh gross claws they um they they kind of rake uselessly against your armor. Um, the other three are going to start to shamble towards the rest of the party. If you'd like to make an opportunity attack against any one of them, Agrippa, by all means, go
5: ahead. Which one looks most like the Sandwich Monkey? That would be Scoops. Scoops is getting it. <laughs> that is 22.
1: That is a uh, hit. is uh 12 points of damage 12 points okay uh you slash into uh what appears to be scoops he he's like the taller more lanky definitely like if he was a person he looks like he'd probably be like really high right now um but he's uh he kind of uh shakes off your blow and keeps walking towards everybody else one, uh, it is your turn. Okay, so
6: these adventures—they're actual humanoid people, right? They're not like the constructs that we saw around. These are humanoid. Perfect. Yes. I am going to say not yet, and I'm going to cast Hold Person on the two closest people to Agrippa. So, oh,
1: okay. Dice. Uh, let's see. I have to make a Wisdom. Yep. Set for DC that, right? fourteen. Okay. Uh, that is a. Uh, let me see. That is a 15 and a 12. So one of them, I think one of them becomes, uh, paralyzed by your spell. And, uh, you see that, uh, scoops keeps on shambling forward. Although one of them that appears to have been struggling to, to walk without as if they couldn't really see properly. Um, they freeze in location. Awesome. Yep. It is paralyzed.
6: And that's my And
1: It is paralyzed. Awesome. All right. Uh, Darren slags. What are you doing? Uh, I am going to cast Shatter,
4: which has a 60-foot range, on the bust of uh, Bananable Lecter.
1: (laughs) Hannibal Barbaris. (laughs) Bananable Lecter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, What do I have to do for that? All right.
4: That is a Constitution saving throw. I assume it's made of stone or something inorganic, so you have disadvantage.
1: It is made of marble, so... That is, <laughs> I had a nat 20 and a two, so uh, five total. All right, you failed. So that means you take 3d8
4: thunder damage. Oh my God. And uh, any non-magical objects around the bus also shatter uh, within a 10-foot okay. radius.
1: Okay, yeah, there there isn't, but that's good to know. Uh,
4: so that is 15 damage altogether.
1: Holy shit, that is good to know. Um. Okay, then, let's do... Sorry, just got to clean something up here. okay, awesome yeah so uh, your your spell connects and it connects hard. Um, visible cracks can be seen against the um, against the the statue as they start to form from the base. Um, good think it is your turn. Okay
2: um, So the bus looks like it's almost broken, you
1: said um, It looks like it, it, it's starting to crack. But it definitely still seems pretty sturdy.
2: Okay, then, hmm, do we think we can save these people? Is the question.
1: Um, I will let you. Um, you can roll insight on that if you'd like. Okay. If you, yeah, because I know you have that ability to basically size things up, right? You can use that. I'll let you right. use that ability to do that. Okay.
2: Um, that is a twenty-two.
1: And deception is—I uh, got a four. Cool. So um, you definitely, yes, you do think that the the hero, the adventures of the Clue Crew, could be saved um, if the the statue is um, destroyed or somehow like disrupted. Okay. Um.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Then I'm going to aim at the statue. Okay. Um. Would you? So I just used that insight ability, which normally would let me use sneak attack on a target. Um, would you let me count that time, or, you, or was that just to figure out if we can save them? And fine, either way.
1: If you're if you're using that ability, I'll give you sneak attack for it. Okay, cool.
2: So, I'm going to roll. I'm going to use my longbow. Okay. Um, It's a 24? 24.
1: 24 hits?
2: All right. Uh... Eighteen piercing damage.
1: Okay, hmm. very nice. Um, okay, so as uh, as the the spells and the arrows uh, clatter against the the bust, uh, you hear like a loud, uh, sickening like laugh, and it, it's not like a laugh that is funny. It's one that uh, makes you uh, all fear fearful. Um, I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw.
3: Uh, Mm, That's not good. Yeah, uh,
4: that's not good at all. Uh, I... 11.
3: 19. Okay.
2: Okay, That's my third 18 in a row. Good job, (laughs) me. Okay. total of 19.
1: If you rolled higher than a 12, uh, the laugh while unsettling, uh, it doesn't seem to really take hold. If you rolled less... Uh, you are uh, visibly shaken and frightened by uh, this laughter. Uh, And you are under the uh, frightened condition as your teeth are like chattering, like uh, Scooby does in the comics. Or uh, in the the show. I believe that's Darren who fell under that, correct? Okay. Uh, And we are back to the top of the order. Uh, Agrippa, you are up. Uh, Okay, so so you're yep sorry you are uh face to face with uh fran uh scoops is kind of shambling towards the uh the other three uh varmint is paralyzed and danny is just all is also kind of walking uh, along with scoops as well
5: how far am i from the the big bust
1: 15 feet
5: okay how far can i move with a move
1: action um you so with your regular movement you can move 30 feet
5: okay well i'm gonna move away from her provoking an attack of opportunity in doing so
1: yes you will
5: as a reaction i'm gonna cast shield okay
1: um that so i don't know if you really have to use that i got a 14 okay
5: um yeah so save your spell slot yeah okay, I, I won't bother then um and then with my second action i am going to once again twat the statue with my myself <laughs> <laughs> i hate it <laughs> go for it <laughs> oh and that is 19, 25 25 hits and that is is 12 points of damage slashing damage okay uh
1: 12 and you get a second attack correct
5: Well, I thought my move was one action.
1: Oh, no, no, no. They're separate. So, the...
5: Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. I will hit with my second action then. Uh, That is 21. 21 also hits. Very nice. And that is for 16 points of slashing damage. Jesus. Okay. Uh.
1: Yeah. So your your blade is you're using your longsword, right? Yes. You are slashing and uh, attacking the cracks that were formed by, um, by Goodfink's arrow and by the shatter spell that Darren had casted, um, and the the, the statue uh, you start to see like little bits and pieces crumbling from it. Um, the in an effort to try to put a stop to this. Um, scoops and danny are going to turn back and uh move to attack you
5: okay i'm gonna yell for no real reason by the power of gray skull
1: (laughs) (laughs) um that is a uh 21 and a uh six
5: okay well i'm gonna use shield then as my reaction okay um We'll make the 21 of this. Okay.
1: So, Scoops uh, misses on account of you taking a slash out of him earlier, but Danny seems to be awfully close until uh, he claws at the invisible force field that was conjured around you. Uh, Varmint is paralyzed, and uh, Fran is going to move forward and engage on uh, Chowder. Okay. What does Fran do? And I frighten I believe let me you get a
5: Disadvantage check on your attack rolls while you can see the source of your fear.
1: Yes, I believe that's correct. There we go. Yes. And you also you can't willingly move closer to the source of your fear as well. Um I got a uh a nineteen to hit.
4: I'm gonna cast the shield as a reaction, and that's okay. gonna make me nineteen. So Ooh.
1: that still hits. So it does, hit. it does still hit, yeah. Because it hits your armor class. All right. All right. All right. That's fine. Um, if you want, like, I can. No, no, You don't fine. have to use the, no, the just spell slot. Okay. Whatever. Uh, it is going to hit you for. Well, I, that's absolute garbage. Um, <laughs> that is four points of slashing damage. And I need you to make a constitution save. All right. Four points of slashing damage and then constitution save. Let's go. That is 14. 14. uh, You feel like a wave of nausea as it starts to claw into you, uh, but you fight through it and uh, you appear to be, you come out on the other end stronger. Uh, One, you are up. Okay, I'm going to
6: try and move my full movement speed to get all the way up to the uh, bust. And then I don't know if I'll get an attack of opportunity, but I assume I'm far enough away that I wouldn't be able to take action. You
1: will. Um so you you guys were 30 feet away, so you can move up and okay. take an action, but you will get that opportunity attack. Uh that is a 17.
6: That definitely hits.
1: Oh boy. Alright. Oh, that fell. There we go. Holy shit, I keep rolling once. Alright, so that's four <laughs> points of uh of slashing damage, and I also need you to make a Constitution saving throw. That's a
6: 18 for the Constitution saving throw. Uh,
1: just like uh, what happened before with uh Darren, uh, you he, you feel like a wave of nausea hits you, but you manage to swallow, and it you know it the feeling passes. All right. Uh, speaking of Darren, you are oh I'm sorry, you still have your action. Yep. Go Yep. Ahead. So I
6: take my two attacks on the giant. Boss. Okay. Go for it. So I strike with my useless dagger, but I only rolled a 9 to hit.
1: That, it bounces off feebly. And then,
6: <laughs> in better news, I rolled a 5 to hit with my, my hand axe. So, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: You two try to join the fray of trying to break the statue, uh, but it, uh, it doesn't seem to be quite as effective as your <laughs> compatriots uh darren you are up uh make a wisdom saving throw for me Four. uh you are still frightened by the the laughter right. of the of the statue all right it's, so what's going through uh he's like saying i can't
4: i can't fight my friends my uncle what do i do and <laughs> here's a question for you so there's a spell called heroism that i have uh a willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Until the end, spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your ability. Question. Okay. If the if I cast that on myself right now, would I be free of frightened or does that not apply here? Because I'm already frightened.
1: Yes, you would be free for as long as the, the spell is active on you. Okay, that makes sense. So I am going to
4: use heroism on myself and uh, <laughs> I also gain temporary... Hit points plus... Okay. I just have to look up my... Yep. Okay. So I get four temporary hit points, and I'm going to okay. use my ship shifting to go into my beast form to get even more temporary
1: hit points, so... So temporary hit points don't stack. Oh, they don't? So whichever one gives you the most amount, that's what you can keep. Gotcha. It's one or the other.
4: I did not realize that. My bad.
1: Uh, that's fine. Yep. Uh, yep. Gonna going to go with the
4: so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shift so you know okay 33 and then i'm just gonna run up to the bus and uh wait out wait out my turn
1: i'll take any opportunity attacks that come my way okay i believe uh pretty much all of the zombies have it that have been able to attack or have used their reaction because varmint is paralyzed still thanks to uh the efforts of want um, so you are now in this shaggy beast form at the base of the statue. Uh, yep. good think you are up.
2: Cool. All right. Um, boy, you know, being a rogue, I forgot how much I only do damage <laughs> <laughs> and
1: unlock doors
2: I- <laughs> and unlock doors. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just used to being like a caster. So I'll be like, okay, cool. Is anyone in danger? I'm going to heal and then I'm going to cast fly or whatever. But no, I'm just going to shoot a guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, truly, just gonna shoot a man, shoot, shoot a man right in the, the bust. Wait. Okay, <laughs> go for
3: it. <laughs>
2: Wait. <laughs> um, ooh, bad roll. Um, that's, uh, eight. That's, uh, no. Uh,
1: the arrow just bounces, uh, right off. Uh, it's not quite, not nearly as effective as the, the previous one that you had shot before. Uh,
5: Agrippa, you're up. Right, I'm doing nothing more imaginative than swing at this large bust, which always (laughs) sounds a bit filthy when I say that. (laughs) So, first one, uh, not amazing. That is 14. Nope, does not hit. Second one, uh, even less amazing, 12. No, sir. Okay, I, I flail ineffectually.
1: Okay, so at this point... Uh, the three non-paralyzed zombies have descended upon, uh, I guess all of you are, all of you except for Goodfink are, uh, at the base of the statue, right? Trying to attack? Yep. Yep. Correct. Okay. So I'm going to have each of them make one attack against you guys. Uh, that is a, uh, 15. I am safe and sound
2: very far away.
1: <laughs> That's a 15 hey, against Agrippa. Mm-hmm. That is a uh, oh boy. A nat 1 against uh 1. That's a that's a uh, miss. nat 1. Yay. Huh. Hey. And a, a, a 12 psh. against uh, Darren. Um, do any of those connect? Doesn't doesn't, doesn't with connect me.
6: with me surprisingly.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, chowder, uh, you this does uh, did the did the 12 connect with you? 12 does not connect, no. Okay. Um, so you uh, y- you see the um, Oh, what the hell is his name? You see, uh, Danny, kind of clawing and reaching at your face, and it—it's almost like heartbreaking. But you manage to like push him away so that he doesn't hurt you. Danny, uh, Mike, and you it's don't really me. deal any damage. It yeah, just wanted to um, say stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, Juan, it is your turn. Okay,
6: I'm gonna do two more attacks to the bust. Okay,
1: yeah. twat, twat that
2: bus.
6: With my dagger, I did. I, I rolled a sixteen.
1: Uh, sixteen does not quite cut it. And
6: anything. I'm gonna assume the eight then with my hand axe is also going to <laughs> not cut it.
1: This it that is correct. I, <laughs> got it. All right, uh, Darren, you're up. Okay.
4: Uh, wait, I need to look at the exact wording of something real quick. Sorry, should have looked at a- that what? earlier, but uh, you're fine. Okay, so uh, what I'm gonna do is I am going to. Swing my longsword, and then as a bonus action, take a bite at the bust. Just <laughs> not, 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 not words I like, but there we go.
5: <laughs> for,
4: for, first you okay. know that
5: fr- phrases like that can get you in a register, you realize that? Yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, first You're definitely on, first on some list longsword. List uh, that is, okay. yeah, that's 12. Does that hit? No, it does not. Okay. That is 23. I'm guessing that
1: hits. 23 for your bite. That hits. All right.
4: I'm, I'm like, uh, take taking a big bite out of this crime. And uh, I roll D6. Yeah, D6 plus strength. So
1: uh, that is five damage. Um, that is, <laughs> you take a bite out of this uh marble statue where it's already a little crumbled, so it's easier to chomp into. Um, and then you just like spit out the rock and let out a, a giant uh crowd uh, pleasing roar. Ah! That was that was metal as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good Goodfink. Uh it is your turn.
2: Uh I'm gonna do something a little different this turn. I'm going to shoot it.
3: <laughs> okay
2: uh uh that's an 18
1: uh the 18 does not
2: quite Boom. cut it um let's see um what what kind of action do you think would be to um spill a bunch of ball bearings
1: um i would let you do that as a bonus cool, action
2: cool can i like <laughs> try and get the zombies to hit zombies the I guess zombies try to head my way and just ball bearings i got nothing else to do man sure okay <laughs>
1: so you uh with your uh roguish instincts you take out these uh like a huge amount of ball bearings and you just start to just roll them across the ground um and the this the space between you and the uh the zombies and like the bust they uh, it is now filled with these tiny little uh steel balls um so the statue is uh now going to glow with a uh, a little bit of, of like a like a sickly green energy. Um I need everybody to make a constitution save who is around the statue. Man
2: Oh, is that everyone but me? Juan I got a sixteen.
3: So. 11.
1: Okay. Four. Oh uh, <laughs> chowder. <laughs> uh all right. So uh you guys feel like a little bit of, uh, it's almost like, this, uh, like a, a slight barrier from the, uh, the statue. Like after it closes, it just like kind of cracks and then um, the energy bursts out. Um, the people who succeeded are going to take four points of necrotic damage. If you failed, you're going to take eight. Um, however, the statue does appear to be uh, a little uh, less stable after doing so. So, uh, what
5: was a failure, and what was a success?
1: Uh, it's going to be a 12. Okay, so, so what, what happens if you failed it? Uh, eight points of necrotic damage. Gotcha. And, and I assume I lose my is, concentration for that, right? Um, you have to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, then. Let's see. Has to be a 10 or higher. 18. Ooh, you uh, manage to keep up the, the brave face as you, uh, as you keep going. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually, I think, uh, one you'll have to make the Constitution save as well for the Paralyzed Zombie. I got a 19. That is a pass as well. Um, Agrippa, you are, it is your turn. Right.
5: My first action, I am going to cast a True Strike. Okay. So next turn, I get advantage. And my second action, I am going to very imaginatively swing at this bad boy. So True Strike takes your
1: action to cast, right? Correct.
5: It takes an action. Yeah.
1: Okay. So the the attack action that's like takes an action itself. Yeah. I've, so you...
5: I've got two actions. Oh, because you you have action surge. And uh, no, because just because I'm a level five fighter, I've got two actions. I can actually use action surge to get a third one, but I'm not going to use that. So I have I'd have two actions. Um, one of them's an extra attack. Oh, actually no. I think... Ah, sorry that, I can only attack. I can attack twice when I take. The attack action. action. So I will yeah. u- I will use action surge then to okay. get additional action. Okay, yeah. You can
1: attack twice now. And the first attack has advantage. It, it does say
5: next turn, so I don't have to wait for that. Just be I'll, I'll scrupulously just honest here. Yeah, that's fine. So first one, uh, no, that's 12, that's a miss. Second one, that is 22. 22 hits. Okay, and that is 4 okay. 11 points of
1: damage. 11. This thing is looking pretty, pretty worse for wear. Um, The zombies are going to try to make another, uh, another swipe attack at everybody else there. And okay. There's absolutely no way that's going to hit because the highest I rolled was an 11. Um, (laughs) Blame it on the ball bearings. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <that's just> <laughs> yeah. So the zombies are totally distracted by all like the ball bearings and stuff. They're losing their footing. Just making slipping. that like woop, 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 um, noise
2: wh- while they're whoop, trying to I, I did it. I did it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hero.
1: Uh one, it is your turn. Okay. Time.
6: Um I I am certain that my attacks are going to hit this time. Uh that's a seventeen. Okay. And a five. <laughs> so close. So close. So, so I think close. I'm hoping though. Uh I'm so pretty sure.
1: You, in spirit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Darren, it is uh, your turn. All right. Uh, yeah, long sword and then bite. Go for it. Man, two.
4: And then plus four, six. That doesn't bite. Eight.
1: No, sir. I am so sorry. Yeah.
4: I feel um.
1: you. I really feel you. <laughs> oh. You're, you both of you uh, are slightly buffeted by the ball bearings as well. Uh, They seem to be both a blessing (laughs) and a curse. (laughs) Um, Good think. Go ahead.
2: Cool. Um, Since you let me throw some ball bearings in the bonus action, I have more ball bearings. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to add another thousand to the ground.
1: For fuck's sake. Alright. The the whole ground (laughs) is covered in ball bearings now.
2: I did it. I'm a hero. Um, Anyway, I'm going to shoot it. Okay. Hey, hey natural 20
1: oh man okay go ahead and roll all your sneak attack goodness too
2: oh Lord you're right
1: so that's <laughs> gonna be uh, 3d si- or 66
2: oh don't do this sneak dice uh, 37
1: okay as your arrow uh, the ball bearings, uh, seem to almost, they distract the statue as well. (laughs) Um, so, uh, your arrow, it, uh, it strikes true in the, in the moment of weakness and, uh, it, it's, it like passes straight through the statue and bit by bit, the statue starts to fall to pieces and the, uh, the, the, the zombies, uh, with the exception of Varmin, who's still paralyzed, they all fall to the ground. They all appear to be uh, almost back to normal. Uh, they they are unconscious, but they are all breathing. In under the remains of the statue that has been now been destroyed, uh, you see a trapdoor. Um, I'm
5: gonna wrench this trapdoor open.
1: Okay, you pull it open. Underneath the trapdoor, uh, you see. Uh, old man (laughs)
3: Jenkins
1: (laughs) you see the uh, where the hell is it you see the uh, uh, what appears to be a giant dog sitting at a table with a bunch of levers and cranks underneath (laughs) everything else and he looks up and he says oh no you all recognize this dog to be shaggy dog dog that belongs to the Clue Crew.
3: ruh <laughs> You, but um, why? I, I,
2: I take out that mud I put in my pocket at the start and I just kind of throw it all the
1: <laughs> You leave your mark on the ground. Um, and Shaggy, the dog, says, this, "This, This can't be. I was the one who who basically, I, I was the face of the, our party. I did everything and they got all the credit. I'm a talking I'm, dog, for God's sake.
5: I'm gonna put my sword at his throat and say, speaking of credit, you <laughs> are on the hook for 15 loads, loaves of bread, three wheels of cheese, two hawks of ham and assorted ropes, iron spikes and nets. You're coming back to pee, buddy.
4: You get you betray
1: you betrayed a <laughs> bad dog. Bad dog.
4: Um, bad yeah, dog You're not a
5: good boy.
1: As as the you see the uh the adventure party starts to stir a bit, and uh your Uncle Danny comes up to you, uh Darren. He says, Oh, thank you, my boy. I I don't know what what we would have done without you, without all of you. Uh this 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 beast of a of a dog it it had us under his control for for oh it was absolutely horrid, Uh, and you hear Shaggy dog say, and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling adventurers.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good place to leave off. Hmm. Just
1: freeze frame
4: (laughs) and go (laughs) da da.
1: Hey, with that um. With that, uh, Agrippa, you, uh, I guess all of you, uh, leave the, there's a a magical door on the side that takes you back to the entrance hall. So you don't have to go through the fun house again. Um, You guys uh, bring the uh, shaggy dog back to the very confused authorities uh, in tournament where he is forced to pay for all of his crimes. Um, Yes. Congratulations. You guys completed the house of Hannibal Barbera. <laughs> well done. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that was a ton, ton of, fun. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for
5: that.